I didn't know it was And the nice thing about these practice katanas. Ow! Oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt big Are we time. rolling right now? A piece of that just, oh, the tip great. just got me, Odell. Oh, oh that got me good. You all, you all right? right? A piece of that tip just got me. Oh, Folks, right now, <laughs> we uh, may need emergency surgery in the studio. <laughs> All right, I got a question. I got a question. Like, as a comedian, uh -huh. what do you think about? Like, these aren't these aren't bit. Nobody, you know, nobody, you kind of got to be wrote that. You got to be oh, a performer yeah. to be an infomercial. It's like uh, it's like Three Stooges just, shit. It's just like bass funny. You couldn't write that. <laughs> yeah. That's slapstick. So, it's dude. like it's just the bass funny. It's bass humor. You know what I mean? Like it's like a fart. If you just hear like a fart. <laughs> Out of context, intrinsically funny. funny. Intrinsically but funny. Katana's, Katana's slip is really like there's something really special about everything that goes down. But that wasn't yeah. on purpose. There's just well, spontaneity. Too. The guy yeah. stabbed himself with a yeah. katana, which is hilarious. Yeah. But and then he's like, "Oh, geez, that's <laughs> not the end. What what goes down? The writing of that of that thing. He goes, like, oh, <laughs> the tip just got me Odell. The fact that the other guy's name is Odell." <laughs> <laughs> you, you like, if you were gonna write that, that's what you'd write. That character's name is Odell. <laughs> his first reaction off camera, y'all right? The guy just stabbed himself with a katana and he's just asking, y'all right? It's absurd. <laughs> the finale is like one of the most well written, like like closures <laughs> to any sketch you could ever you imagine. Guys, you keep on throwing me off because you keep on referring to this like accident of an event as like yeah. well written and like telling you, amazingly scripted it's almost so good that you're like how could that be <laughs> he comes back out and he says folks right now we may need emergency <laughs> surgery in the studio <laughs> that's that's completely absurd it's great <laughs> there's yeah. no way it's that's magic there's no way that's what happened afterwards. <laughs> that was just whatever his brain decided was the right thing to say. He had to improvise. Anyway, I guess that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, live from the studio. Live. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. Ooh, tonight we have uh, two members of the Atones. We have Jake Pinto on the left and Doug. I always forget your last name. Burns. Doug Burns. Yeah. I like it. And what happened? Are the other guys in Baltimore right now? Or are they like... They're out, bro. <laughs> kick them out of the band? Well, we're not exactly After on terms. <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> okay. He's just going acoustic? Our, 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 our homie Jacob Cavell has been crushing it on the drums this tour. But Okay. He's chilling right now. Well, it's different than the guy we had last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah the other yeah. guy was Harry, Harry right? right? Yeah. And I saw Jacob when you guys played with oh, yeah. uh, Them Animals. Yeah, yeah. Which is a dope show. Just squared. And who's the? You texted me earlier about you had like a fourth guy that does guitar with you as well. Yeah, he wasn't here last time either. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's our friend Mike Harlan. Uh, he's he's like a really old friend of both of ours. Uh huh. Um, he's actually my first friend in New, from when I moved to New York, and he's been a part of the band for a long time, but also plays in other bands. And he wasn't on tour with us, but he's from Silver Spring, so he came down. Oh, okay. So he's a local guy. So he's not yeah. an official yeah tone. No, he what? is. Is he now? He's, he does is. he have a shirt? Does he have a multicolored like, shirt? Uh, he he does. There's one set aside for him. <laughs> we actually have four of each one, and he would be the next guy to you know, on the depth chart. Yeah, for sure. The yeah tones. 
Yeah, there's there's a couple guys <laughs> that are alum- kind of like official in, in a sense. They're alumni. There's alumni, yeah. But he's not he's not coming on tour yet. Yeah, but that's really mostly just like He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy and busy guy. even if he wasn't, it's just right now it's still challenging to do more than a trio. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. a whole cuz you guys yeah. I mean you guys as a as a three piece you crush the arrangement po- portion of things like you guys do things as a three piece that I haven't seen like I've seen like five pieces that don't sound as full. Like yeah. it's just crazy. I, I that's the one thing I noticed cuz I was I mean I might one of my favorite bands growing up was Goo Goo Dolls, I know, whatever. Mm. But but sure. they were a three piece and they mm. would just like the way he would fill out everything and just like that's cool. And Green Day was another one. They were yeah. a three piece. Amazing three piece. But I mean that's all you need. You definitely only need three but you know, we're we're also thinking about doing some new stuff and bringing in other textures and yeah, it definitely up. expands your what you can do musically. Yeah, for sure, totally. But what was I gonna ask you? I had a burning. Qu- oh, are you guys playing a show down here? Because I know we were in contact, right? You were. Yeah. I was trying to set up that house show. Yeah. But yeah. we lost our in there. There was this oh, mansion. That oh, they always shit. used to do comedy shows down. I've been there like once or twice, and it was like right. sick. And they actually did a show. Like, what did they? What did they do last weekend? Uh, they had. Um, have you guys heard of the Trump Beatles? <laughs> no. They play like they play subway shows up in New York and stuff. But dude, one tell. of the guys. Uh, Wait, what? Do they look? Do they all dress up like Trump? Yeah, dude. You and they play Beatles. Pull songs. up, pull up a Trump Beatles song. Jim. Oh, oh my god, dude, they're the Do fucking. They they're the so fun. Oh yeah, dude, you'll see. <laughs> Holy shit! It's the fucking best. My buddy um, Pete Muth's in it. Uh, Do they change? I want to hold your hand to what I think it is. Oh. Uh, this is unbelievable. How dumb's my son? <laughs> this is the first time I've seen this. How dumb's my son? I love it. How dumb's my son? And I say he's quite dumb. <laughs> I've never heard of this. This is a three piece. I know there's four of them. I know it's just three. There's four usually. It's definitely the cross section of two things I think a lot about. But even I am not that dumb. How dumb's my son? Yeah, pull up another one. I want to grab. She's got a pussy to grab. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I was thinking grab by the pussy. Oh, my God. She do anything. I think. But they did like a full fucking house show like last weekend and me and my boss went to go shoot it on video. This has a this has a This is unbelievable. This has a depressing low amount of views. Oh, it had um so like some viral like I don't know some famous YouTube guy or Facebook guy did like a live stream of them on a subway car doing like an acapella set and that got like millions of the views. The thing is, but, like, they have an amazing. They are really good at harmonies, and this guy's a killer. Dude, like, pretty dude, good. Pete is a fucking. These gimmick bands are singer. usually not so good, dude. They're like the Eagles of gimmick bands. Like they're great. And dude, live it was one fucking amazing. One might say the Beatles. Dude, honestly, <laughs> one might. Honestly, one dude, might. I feel like I saw the fucking Beatles the other week. It was insane. They had like a one of the dudes that lives in the mansion now literally builds stages for a living. So they built like this giant stage. They had like a fake like Johnny Carson interview before the show. Really? And then they just went That's on and did like six or seven songs. Don't know why she's letting me grab. 
Alright, I think there's like one yeah, other. Maybe it's more like the Beatles. Beatles. They're not really as good as the Beatles. Dude, they... Oh, I want to grow my hand. There you go. I forgot they played like a behind the music. They made like a fake behind the music video too. <laughs> they played I mean, it's kind of genius because these are the the most. I mean, oh yeah, just everyone like knows the these songs. songs ever. Yeah, so it was like so easy to be like, oh yeah, I can sing along with this for sure. I can Wow. <laughs> well, you have one more on YouTube, but I, I hope they put the fucking performance. So it's funny. Oh, oh my God. What is this? Uh, there's also I don't know if it's on YouTube yet, but they have. Um... Oh my God. I spray tan my face. I can't seem to get the little places around my eyes. It looks alright to me. This is it. I'm worried the world will realize. These white spots around my eyes Had I used a better spray Then I might have a better face But I'm not a billionaire So I'll just use whatever's best So I've got these white spots around my eyes Orange, yes I am orange But my eyes orange They're white instead I have never known the color of my real skin tone It's mostly orange, but my eyes are white You've never seen a face that's quite like mine With these white spots around my eyes Orange, yes I am orange Really nice. That is That's insane. really crazy. I had good. no idea that they were that dope. Dude, that was so crazy. Fucking dope. They're <laughs> unbelievable. Dude, they played anyway, they played a house show. It, man. They played a house show there what last week or two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago now, yeah. Dude. Damn, I would have loved to get I mean, we just lost our end. But then, I, then um, actually... Oh, uh, yeah, we were, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to segue into a whole other story. Yeah, so Game of Thrones. Now, uh, <laughs> <Suck>. Steve, <laughs> Steve, uh, the guy who... Bo- Steve, the guy, Wozniak, the guy who books at the horse, actually messaged me on Monday morning. Well, his name's Steve Wozniak? Yeah. Steve I Wozniak. Know, <laughs> the Woz. Dude, I fucking know. <laughs> Jimmy, like someone, Jimmy's like hitting like, my buddy <laughs> Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's like someone trying to like remember Steve Jobs or whatever. Is it Steve Wozniak? Or no, no, that is his name. That was his real name. The guy that invented oh, Apple with Steve Jobs is named Steve Wozniak. No, really? it was it was Jobs yes, and a what? dude named something Wozniak. I forget. No, his Steve name. Wozniak made fucking Lexus. Uh, <laughs> dude, Steve Wozniak <laughs> books at the horse in Fells Point. I mean, no, but it's not <laughs> he did not guy. invent it's Apple. Not the same. But I'm telling you, the name of the guy is Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Shit, without a doubt. I mean, prove dude, me wrong. This, we're, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty positive that he. He is, hit me up, and dude, he was I think like, you're right. he's That's played fucking by crazy. fucking the, the the guy in the movie. Uh, Are you serious? Actually, I wonder yeah, if he, he even knows Wozniak. it. He's the guy that fucking what's his name plays. Uh, uh, oh my god! I didn't see it either, but I, I believe Sausage Party, the guy that makes all those stupid. Oh, movies. Seth Rogen, oh, Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, Seth Rogen plays, he plays Steve, Steve Wozniak. Wozniak. Dude, I wonder if Steve knows that. 
He probably doesn't know that. What? He might. How does he not? I, I don't know. I feel like I would know. If my Sad name Hill was dude. like the name of a yeah. famous person, I think I'd probably yeah. know. For real. At one point growing up in high school, I'd be like, <laughs> you you fucking nerd too. I made a hard push it's for you guys. It's not cool to be nerds yet. <laughs> <laughs> so bait, I didn't know that. Okay. I should have I should have led with that. I should have well, led. No, that it makes more sense because like, I really did think it was hilarious. I just thought I was it was like, a funny name. I just thought the Waz, like I thought it was a funny the name. The Waz is literally like that's like the he he hits me up on Monday. He's like, "Yo, can you cover a, like an acoustic shift on Wednesday night?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I can, but I got a better idea." And then I was like, "These dudes, the Yatons are coming into town." Blah 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 blah. Like push yeah, push yeah. push. And he had actually heard of you guys because yeah, you you would hit him up. up. Yeah, yeah yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, like you know, we try to keep it acoustic. Like we tried like live oh, stuff shit. there before, but like I I played." I played your show tonight. Uh, <laughs> I was. It was like, yeah. It was good. I mean, it was it was good. Like I, I mean, I was booked from five thirty to nine fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So do you guys do that long? Yeah. No, we sure. literally have done that this tour. Yeah, we could have done, done a four-hour show. That's <laughs> sick. Tour, I would have yeah. loved to get you guys in there. And like, I mean, yeah, I made the push. I made Next the push. Next time, bro, we, we, it, bro. Do we, yeah, do a, we do acoustic. We do wet. We do bar mitzvahs. We do weddings. Yeah, if anyone's is. listening, no, I'm just kidding. But no, we do. We do. <laughs> on occasion, we can do a four-hour acoustic set. Oh, you guys do acoustic stuff too. Yeah, I, we see, really could have done the gig, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but we literally did a couple. We did two acoustic gigs on this tour. That's that wild. Pretty much exactly. I wish what I would have known describing. that. I wish I would have known that because I, uh, I uh, could okay, use my off. But no, that's dope. That's fucking crazy. I had no clue. It's okay. Wait, what, then what do you got? So are you guys just passing through Baltimore right now? Like, no, are no, you, no, we're on tour. We're I understand, but tour. like, you don't have a, a oh, thing. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to know what really happened, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Of course, I want to know. What Yesterday really was like it was the day for it was the quintessential shitty tour day. Oh, no. Horrible day. Horrible day. We got up at we we left Asheville area around 12 p.m. Asheville, Tennessee. Where is Asheville? Uh, North, Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, oh shit. You guys are in North Carolina? Right. But but listen. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. We were only driving to uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia, which mm -hmm. is only five hours away. In theory. Yeah. Five hours away. Our gig was at 8 o'clock. It was five hours away. We left at noon. We Should be able to make it. We got to Harrisonburg at 9 o'clock. What? Wow. Can you tell them why? Can you can you tell, can them, you tell why? them why? <laughs> there was a, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. There was a really bad traffic accident. Really there bad. was like a Shit. fatal, like someone's now been charged with manslaughter. Whoa! But anyway, it's a two um, lane, two lane highway. I eighty one and gig done. slaughter. Now that yeah, we're thinking about yeah, it, yeah, fucking yeah. gig slaughter. He's liable. He's, liable <laughs> He's got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. After you're done with all those lies, dude, come see me, dude. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean his life's definitely fucked. Unfortunately. <laughs> Give the guy a break. And the, and the woman who died. Jeez. But anyway. <laughs> oh Jesus. So it was a bad day. It was it rough. It was a bad day for a lot of people. Definitely not as bad for us as some others. Yeah. So what became of that? Did so you just not play? Is, so we get to the gig at nine, and yeah, I was like, you know, they had to cancel it. So they close at 10. This close place is a brewery. They close at 10. And they have a PA. They didn't set it up. And, you know. But we have our friend so. Mike who was going to come down to hang and play this gig tomorrow. So we're like, you know what? Let's just go to Baltimore. So we drive another two hours in more traffic somehow. Out <laughs> of yeah. fucking and midnight, so one in the morning. So now, what what was gonna be one day with you guys and then one gig became three days off. Oh, six. So you guys are here for a bit. Well, are you guys chilling in Baltimore? This is like well, the third day. We're chilling. We're, chilling we're playing this gig and then we go back on Friday to play in New York. Where are you guys staying? 
Silver so Spring. Silver Spring. Oh, you're saying in Silver Spring. Not okay. really Baltimore. I keep saying Baltimore, but it's yeah, not Baltimore. Yeah, Silver Spring is close closer enough. to D.C., yeah. yeah, pretty much. D.C. territory. So that's what happened. Damn, that um, sucks. But it's all, it's all it's good. good. In all in all, it really wasn't horrible, and you know we didn't die. So yeah. How's the tour been going so far? Like, how long have you guys been out on this most recent venture? This is long. This is the longest thing. One of the longest tours I've ever been on. Um, Definitely. 25 days total, so... Wow. This is, like, the 23rd day. Well, the opening show... Your opening show was the one with them animals, right? Well, yeah, but we were back in New York for a couple weeks after that. Oh, okay, okay. So your tour didn't officially kick off until... I was about to say, because that was definitely longer than, like, a month ago. That was quite a bit ago. We left on this, like, thing on the first. We did a few shots in July and June and stuff, but... But You guys... Go on, my bad. No, I, I think we've played, like... 33 or 35 shows in the, in really? the past two months. Wow. We've been yeah. slogging it out. Since July, yeah. we've played a lot of shows. And like where, so all along the East Coast, I assume, have you guys ventured, like have you guys well, gone, how south, How far south have you gone? We went we down were, to Florida. Damn. Dude, yeah. we were in Florida less than a week ago. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> from Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you I, play like close to home? or? Yeah, we played, we did it, last week was awesome. Sarah, in my hometown, Sarasota, we played a great show. Then we played in Tampa, played in Savannah, Georgia, played in uh, Charleston, and yeah, all last week was great. And then we did some mid Midwest stuff and Michigan. We were in Chicago. It was holy huge. shit. We've yeah, done five thousand miles so far. Stuff. Wow. <laughs> we happened to be in South Carolina for the eclipse. Really, nice. dude. Bus topic, topic, dude. But yeah, we got to be topic, in the yeah. in the totality zone in this little. Nice. Little like lake area in in South Carolina, dude. So. Baltimore did not. We didn't. I, dude, I, it was like cloudy, dude. So, uh, like half the time, drag. like it was just dark because oh, it was cloudy, sad. and then it got bright when the clouds would go away, and it was like eclipsed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the eclipse was brighter than what the clouds Super were doing. It's like a yeah. fireball, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I didn't even see it. It looks way much. different though than what really, we saw. You couldn't really see it anyway here. It looks I didn't like, see you it know. At all. It looks like the ring. You know, like it's just like totally. Literally, wild. we went out. My girlfriend was like, "Let's go out on the water to watch it." And I was like, okay, whatever. Worst place. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we go out there, and like immediately we get out there, and just all of a sudden, just storm clouds. And then I'm Dragon. like looking at the sun. And I just see like a cloud pass in front of the sun. I'm like, that's not the eclipse I was looking for. And then it just starts fucking raining. Yeah. And like that was like during the, I was it was like. It, but the thing is, anything outside of actually being in the where we were, the totality, did yeah. it change your life? Was it was it life altering? It was. It was I mean, it wasn't. Cool to see I, didn't, here, I didn't have like a spiritual epiphany, but I was just like, "This is something that I, I cannot comprehend." What I'm seeing right you now, you got to like imagine. The of this. You ima- it's you've never seen. I've never seen anything like that with my own eyes. But the no thing I is, have. we knew yeah. it was coming. Can you imagine existing like ten thousand years ago and just like being out one day oh, yeah. and then just all of a sudden looking up in the sky and there's just ring of fucking fire it's dark and it's, it's nighttime it's, it's at nighttime. two p.m. Yeah, like <laughs> I, for, for two and a half. How could minutes. you not think that like the Crazy. world like that? How do you expect people not to invent fucking religion and like oh, gods and shit like that? Dude, I How do you expect people not to do that? I this wild like, that what the fuck? Yeah. I don't I think fucking know what that, that is. All the time, dude. Yeah. With a million different things. I mean, just the fact that every day you wake up and there's this fucking thing in the sky that you can't look at without your eyes hurting. Yeah. Re- you have no like, clue. Religion starts to make so much sense. And You're it powers like, your crazy. entire existence. That, that like one big light bulb in yeah. the sky is yeah. what makes everything on earth work. Yeah, the, the plants are like, yo, I got you, and then you, it's just crazy. And like clouds, yeah, it's crazy. all these sorts of things. Like it totally, religion totally makes sense before science. Yeah, sure. it does. 
Yeah. It's the most reasonable thing to believe like the, the, in the moment. The communal experience of the of what we did, you know, like everybody in the entire country staring up at the same time. It is unifying. Pretty cool. And it, it's powerful because it's completely outside of... Like, there's so much, especially nowadays, that is like artificial and manufactured. And we have the technology to do all kinds of crazy things. But every now and then, like the universe just does something that reminds you like... I'm in charge here. Yeah. And yeah. like that's when the whole world just binds together. It's like, dude, it's there we are so much smaller was, than we think we are. It was some are. like Independence Day shit, just cars pulled over, everybody's talking to each other, hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Like, that's why I like when it snows. It's a much more small scale thing, but like when it snows, I feel like there's like no rules, mm. dude. People are just fucking doing all kinds of when We're it's all snows, kids again. Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, fucking you guys fun. Ever like surf? No, I kind of want Bro, to though. Not cool. I've skimboarded <laughs> before. <laughs> guys, never surfed. I'm, I'm not a surfer. I didn't grow up surfing or anything. But and you don't have to surf. But just being out in the water. But you should. Yeah, being in the real, ocean. Real. The point is like being in experiencing real waves. Yeah. Whether you're surfing or Giving not. yourself. It's hard. Nature. You don't really uh, want to be yeah. in that situation without surfing because it's like. Well, what's weird is it's dangerous either way. My favorite thing doing at the beach is just getting hit by waves. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Boogie boards, even. Mm -hmm. I was at the beach the other week, and like that thought actually crossed my mind. It was like all these people in the water, just like the ocean's just throwing waves at, and everybody's just like, and they fucking like get hit by the wave or dive under it. Everybody's just like playing in the water. It's like, wow, dude, this is like, this is like we could have done this shit. A million years ago, like this is like this is the one thing we're all still doing. Like we could have done this forever ago. It's like the original fun. This is the original fun right here. OG fun, fucking getting hit by waves. Totally. I mean, but my point is like, if you've ever been like surfing, I just asked surfing because like there's a high chance you've been like sucked. Plus, I didn't realize you were this cool until you said that. But now, (laughs) now I understand. (laughs) Now I understand who I'm talking to. The experience of being like really pulled. I have felt. I have thought I was going to die. The two times I ever thought I was really. Where were you surfing? The first time it ever happened, I wasn't surfing. I was just in Brazil, and I was just doing the fucking playing around thing. But like that's like real surf waves, Mm -hmm. and I just got sucked under, and I was like tumbling, and I was like, I'm gonna die. (laughs) I really was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna die right now. Yeah. No and it lasts like a minute, and then you get out, and you're like, oh, wow, I'm not dead. Cool. <laughs> and then I, don't know, I was surfing in L.A. like two years ago, and my friend brought me out. And these were like even another level. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, because in Cali, it's like the first break, dude. which is like small, and yeah, then you keep dude. going out, and they're huge. I was seriously like, it was terrifying. Yeah. Just, and that's just... There's no effect. I just, that's amazing it's the to me. Moon. I've never yeah. seen. Yeah. yeah, that's the moon working at it, dude. Like, when it's, it's not, really when it's not eclipsing, it's fucking things. pulling up waves, dude. It's wild, bro. Always doing something. I have a family friend this summer who got like basically rock bottomed by a wave and broke her hip. How deep is wow. the water out there? Nuts. When you're when you're in that second break of waves, how deep is that water? Would you say? Well, it depends on. Because I mean, look, these waves will go up ten feet, so it changes. Mm-hmm. The See, depth is changing depending on the wave. But it's deep as fuck. I'm imagining. No, 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 it's not, not deep that as deep. Fuck. Yeah, no, it's like maybe it's like ten feet below. I don't know. But it's you can't touch. Deep. Okay. But See, again, I'm... it's very, it's changing between like it's changing by like twenty foot intervals. But it's not super deep. No. I'm just like, I, I'm. I mean, I grew up here, so like my vacation to the ocean would be like. Ocean City, Maryland, yeah. where it's like the waves. I don't even know. They might have it on. The, and I don't know if they do, but like, do they have that second break out? Sometimes offshore? if there's like a sandbar, it'll happen. But like waves really only go where there's like sand. So like, yeah. 
out in Cali, yeah. it's like a f- kind of like a really flat beach just into the water for a while. It's more, yeah. Where on like the East Coast, it, like it slopes Dips down off. pretty quick. Yeah. Surfing always struck me as me. It's like one of those things. I imagine it's much like music, like learning how to play an instrument where it's like, I, I can't even, I couldn't even stand up on a board. If you were to ask yeah, me yeah. like, yo, here's a surfboard, like try to fucking balance on it for more than a second. I couldn't even do it. But like once you master it, it's just like learning how to play guitar. It's like, like you hand somebody a guitar for the first time. They're like, dude, I can't even fucking like right. press on the string without my finger fucking hurting like shit. Mm-hmm. But like once you master that, it opens up a whole fucking domain of possibilities and right. expression and shit like that. And it's kind of like I would, that skateboarding, different things like that, like I've never personally been into them, but like when I see people out there surfing, like wow, this is like so much bigger than just the activity of being on a wooden board and serving. It's like an entire experience, you know, which I think is what you were talking about. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about the communal experience of the eclipse versus surfing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, we're just talking about nature, but yeah. No, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nature surfs. I know a lot of people that equate music and surfing. Again, or I'm not skating. even a surfer. I've just, I've done it enough times to like have a sense of like how amazing it can feel, but I'm not very good at it or anything. You know, when you see somebody with like a skateboard or... And it's just you can tell in the first like fifteen feet that they roll if if they can really do it. Oh, you know what shit. I'm saying? Yeah, I feel, yeah, like, I feel yeah. like it's just the same way. If you see somebody pick up a guitar and then like strum a couple chords or whatever, you're like, this guy's played this instrument for a while, or mm, something's weird about the way. He's, I feel it, like it, I don't know. Sorry. No, go I ahead. know. I know exactly what you're saying, and I was gonna say I feel like as a musician myself, I need to work on my first fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important one. Like I'm like one of the. It's when you like, think no one's paying attention, like because everybody has that thing. Like when you first pick up a guitar, like first thing you like. People are sitting around. It's like there's a guitar there. Like somehow it winds up in your lap. You're unnecessarily playing it. What's your <laughs> What's your first fucking thing that you're playing? But the what? truth is, bro, it's the first miss- 15 years, man. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the first 15 years, it's going to give you those first 15 seconds. That's true. It's That's true. true. But it's just like skateboarding, man. It's the same shit. You yeah, know? exactly. If you, get, if, you, if you can really put in those hours where it really feels like second nature, then you're really getting somewhere. I don't know. The first like couple times I ever skateboarded, I felt super hard on my tailbone. And it sh- like shocked me and like went up my spine and I'm like these fuckers do this every single day, they go, they they are used to that and I just can never get used to that. Too. You know, and you also just, you'll never feel. So I was never. Yeah, <laughs> that's a moral yeah, story. Good, good story. Yeah, <laughs> you'll but, never. Yeah. No, what, what, <laughs> they're, taking the, they're faking the fucking air out of my story. The point is that you know there are certain things like that with every art, every craft. You know, like the falling on your tailbone that you can't get over to get good at it, or you can get over and you do get really good at it. I feel you. Yeah. You know. Totally. I've never, I've never, dude. I, I can't snowboard. I can't surf. I can't skateboard. I can't do any like the cool dude shit. <laughs> like I'm really bad at like all the cool dude shit. Guitar, like guitar is dude. Cool yeah. dude. Guitar is a cool dude thing. That is, that is true. But I, outside of that, it's like I have no fucking like. I just, I, you know what it is. I'm not good at things that I can't, that I don't have complete control of. So like for instance, one of the sports that I. Ne- <laughs> i'm just saying i'm saying like okay for instance the sport that i'm most scared to play is baseball because the idea of standing at that plate and having some dude just wail a 90 mile per hour pitch terrifying four inches away from my fucking head is like i don't want that but like i would play like I played football all my life. I wrestled, which is like, you know, those are both kind of like violent, combative sports, but like, I I won't fucking skateboard. 
Because I, dude, when you're fucking rolling down a hill, it's like yeah, it's that hill is controlling know, you. I think you're looking at it kind of. You know, you're not seeing straight here though, because you're looking at control from a weird angle. Because, dude, wrestling, what fucking control do you have? There's as much control dude? as I, as much control. Well, I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. On a skateboard, you just are not comfortable with it. There's no yeah. third element. But at a certain in, point, you're in, just uh, as in control wrestling. of the freaking board as you're a guy that's about to pummel you. I mean, I've never wrestled. <laughs> it's pretty challenging to have to control like what you're doing while someone else is trying to totally do the opposite, right? Yeah, yeah. It is all you how you look know at how it. To use your it body. is all how you look at it. Yeah. So I get. I mean, I guess you 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 can you, you know, can control whatever you knows how to use his board. The waves, obviously, yeah, you can't control what the fuck's gonna happen. That's there, what I'm saying. Like, dude, you know I can control that. another human being way better than I can control a fucking Pacific Ocean. Fucking throw me underwater. Like, I can't fucking, I can't outmaneuver the ocean. The ocean wants to kill me, dude. I don't care how much I've trained. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. If I'm going down a slope and I'm fucking going 80 miles per hour skiing or something like that, and fucking a tree comes up out of fucking nowhere or a fucking avalanche, my ass is dead. All right, here we go. Sunny bo This is a great segue. All right. <laughs> all you good segues start with you the phrase this one. is a great segue all right it's you it's jimmy Selesky versus the biggest wave you've ever had to fuck with or jimmy Selesky <laughs> versus floyd mayweather i will fucking fight take floyd, floyd mayweather, mayweather i would take 100 times before swimming in a tidal yeah, wave yeah. dude Are i think conor serious? mcgregor would feel the same way you, yeah yeah, dude. yeah. I'd fight Floyd, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather yeah. and Conor McGregor at the same fucking time, dude. <laughs> you know, and talk shit beforehand. Before, <laughs> before fucking. I guess that just goes to my point. My you can't talk shit to the wave, you can't. dude. The wave doesn't the give wave a fuck. Doesn't care. It's the wave fight regardless. a fucking wave. <laughs> the wave is terrible well, at press. All I'm saying dude. is you can't control any of it. But I do. Who's feel winning that, yeah. on I Saturday? I control Floyd Mayweather. You could have some faith that Floyd Mayweather doesn't want to kill you, whereas a wave doesn't give a shit. Wave doesn't give a shit. It's me versus God at that yeah. point. Yeah, the wave yeah. doesn't have mercy. Like, a, at least a human has mercy. Yeah, you know mercy I mean? Mayweather. The, way, the wave mercy. isn't making $100 million guaranteed. Floyd Mayweather hasn't knocked somebody out in like 10 years. It's dude, true. That's do? what I was saying he's, to him the other he's night. He's going to outpoint me? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Would I rather get drowned by a wave or outscored by Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Outdodged. Sure, yeah. I'll get a little <laughs> He really windy. rung up the jabs. Now, yeah. Floyd Mayweather knocked my ass out. But yeah, yeah. that's fine. Everybody gets knocked out. Have you ever been knocked out before? I've never been knocked out. You've been knocked out? I have been. In a fight? Well, or it wasn't really a fight. It was a dude punching me in the head. So <laughs> that's like he yeah. knocked me out. I don't know. I was walking down the street late at night. Oh, yeah, I was 12 years old. Story, yeah. This fucking kid just punched me in the face. He knocked me out. You know? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you see it coming or did he just come out of nowhere with it? Well, it was like a big group of kids in front of it. See, the Upper West Side of Manhattan is not like this anymore. But back in 1998 or whenever the fuck this happened, 2000, I think, Oh, you walking down the street in Columbus Avenue at like, I don't know, it was at 12.30 at night. I was trying to get a cab and go home. These huge group of kids, like one kid comes over to me and like looks me square in the face and just walks past me. Another kid comes over to me and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he just cold cocks me in the face. Jeez. And then I came to, they beat the crap out of my friend I was with. New York, it was real once upon a time. It was Damn. it was real once upon a time. The total diversion, but I have that in answer to your question. That's the one time I've been really knocked out. Oh, and another time I was playing football. Oh, damn! So you've had it twice in seventh grade. They do say once you get knocked out once, it's way easier to get knocked out again. Yeah. But damn, kind of had kid, fun with the that kid. Got one, your you know? number on that one. How old <laughs> was this kid? 
He also twelve? No, he was like seventeen. I was about to say it's yeah. kind of hard to have KO power when you're seven when you're twelve years old. He looked a lot older than me. <laughs> so he's just tall. Why are you roasting me, bro? <laughs> Trying to tell those, a story with lying, dramatic effect. Bro. Here's what that you, you ever heard of a hype man? Jake is the opposite of my hype man. He's the he's, he's the hate the, man. He's the uh, what, what's the, the the deflator? That's what he is. He just walks around a fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hilarious. You know, you're a bitch, right? Yeah, he was the, he was 25, bro. He was a cage fighter. Of a guy who it was actually up. Floyd Mayweather 17. who did it. Punch you in the face. He was 17 years old. <laughs> and then by the time I yeah, got I up, I scoped out his ID. I, I scoped out. <laughs> he was definitely 17. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Wait, when are you guys? When are you guys done your tour? When are you heading back to New York? Friday. Friday. So this is like the hey. home stretch. And then you got one yeah, show in New York, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, we're playing on Friday at uh, Drum. Drum. Yeah. What part of, uh, what is that, in Brooklyn or is it's it in? It's in the Lower East Side. Nice. It's kind of like, I don't know. Speaking of New York changing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with the Lower East Side? No, it's cool. Tight. It's just like what Doug is saying is very true. Is it getting like that? More like that? Like, you, are you gonna have to get KO'd up there by a seventeen-year-old? No, going no, on? no. What Doug is saying? Watch your ass. Don't go to McDonald's. That's just not happening anymore. I mean, who fucking knows anymore? But for the most part, New York, Manhattan, and like the Brooklyn that you guys think of when we say Brooklyn <laughs> is Disneyland. Oh yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, as Disneyland yeah, yeah. At this point. So the Lower East Side, you know, Lower East Side is like classically like crazy the coolest place in the world and like it's always been like a big arts district big arts district and like just whatever cool place and now it's you know it's nyu and it's money and it's expensive and it, it is still cool and we're friends with people that have rest bars and shit out there that i have a good friend of mine who owns a one of the like few actual like local bars in Lower East Side, and it's fucking dope. Is that the event you were trying to invite people to on Facebook that you wasn't letting well, you I, do? I call, why am I calling it? It's not really Lower. It's really East Village, I guess. Whatever, same shit. The Facebook event? No, no, no. I was just inviting people to my crib on Sunday for pancakes. <laughs> you were trying to invite over fifty people to your. How? No, you invite 50 people and five show up. That's how it works. <laughs> Even with free pancakes. <laughs> Even with the offer it's of New free York, pancakes. Dude. Damn, dude. Facebook's it's, it's stepping it up. It's tough, dude. bro. Facebook's everyone's very anti-pancake, dude. Yeah, very anti-pancake, dude. Very pro-waffle, dude. Try it out. So what the fuck else is going on, man? Uh, we can talk about Chopped if you want. It's been a wild year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chopped <laughs> weeks. Wait, do you guys watch Chopped? Is that yeah, like a thing you do? It's the ultimate wind-down pass out while you watch it show I can't handle opinion. chops I like watching you know who I liked a lot I liked Alton Brown on Good Eats that was like my that was like my go to that's not like a competition I don't like the competition though, aspect I also of it too. watched that last night oh, the competition is everything it stresses me out dude <laughs> you're every, not in it I know but it's still stressful every fucking episode it's like 10 seconds and the guy's like oh my god that's my rule yeah, hasn't even editing right <laughs> yeah. I know it stresses how, me the fuck how out how often do they just finish with like 15 minutes left oh, yeah. and, they, and they're just like told to like wait to plate that last little like piece of basil till there's a 10 seconds dude, left dude I like watching the, the old school classic ones where it's just like I know what's gonna happen. The guy at the beginning of the episode is like, "Hey, look, we're gonna go over three dishes, and these are gonna wow people, and I'm gonna show you how to do it." And there's no fucking stress, like, "Oh my god, is it gonna happen?" The guy has an extra one prepared. 
even if that one's fucked up, he just takes it out of the fucking oven. He's like, I already have one ready. Stress That's free. That's like. stress free cooking. It's very relaxing. Stress free cooking. If I'm high watching Chopped, I feel like I'm in the competition. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. You know, I don't see if Eric knows this. Do you know that the thing with Chopped that's weird is that like the food, like the food they're eating, mm-hmm. they takes like like from the time they plate till they eat it. It's like 45 minutes. <laughs> really? Because they they like re- gotta reset the whole fucking shot. That's oh, true. I yeah, like looked this multi-camera. up before. No, dude, it's not like this quick thing. Like it's very much like they do the scene. Like okay, now we have to. That's disgusting. Switch yeah, I mean that scene. makes sense. It's part of the show. Like they say, like uh, they tell the the judges say, like listen, like we know that, like they're basically like we're good enough judges to know. Yeah. That what your food would have been if like it was day forty five years ago or not? Is Look, that serious? Let me just say this. Let me just say I'm this. Just say this. Serious. Here might be the thing, and I know you fry me when I said I don't like things that are out of my control, and I learned my lesson now. I'm the deflator, but <laughs> exactly the air, the wind was gone from my sails, dude. A social assassin. <laughs> but I will say I don't enjoy watching things where I know that it's fabricated to any extent. Mm. That's why I don't watch those competition shows because I know there's so much extra shit going on behind the scenes that's just, you know, manufactured. It's not real. It's just them kind of editing shit in and making things appear. That's why That's why I don't watch, like, when you guys are talking about the Game of Thrones, I don't fucking watch that shit only because it's fake. It's fucking fake. It doesn't entertain me. It's fake. Bro, I, keep I know it's fake. I really dark thought with everything you, you keep, these like statements about yourself you keep saying. I'm just like, man, like how do you live in this world right now? That's a fair question. You can't deal with things out of your control and you can't watch things that you feel like are fabricated. It's like, that's pretty that's much all we got. Right. <laughs> Nukes and pro wrestling. That's pretty much it. Well, like, geez, like I just go down the list and like, what do you eat? What do you, you know, all this. It's just what do you mean? Like, I mean, there's things. But, I mean, no, I've accepted no, to an extent no. that everything is to a degree out of my control. I'm not saying no, no, that. No, I, yeah. We move past the control thing, but now the fabricated no. thing, it's like. Dude, it's just, like, I don't like, I don't like fiction. So you only watch, basically, you only watch baseball. But what's real? No, I watch, I watch, uh. You watch Seinfeld? Um, Naked in a I actually do enjoy Seinfeld. That's fiction. It's fiction. It's fiction. Fiction. But I don't like, okay, so, like, I don't like. You don't like Lord of the Rings, though. You You don't don't like like sci-fi and shit. That's the thing. Game of Thrones, if you don't like. Well, first of all, I watch Seinfeld because it's something I can relate to. I can't relate to Game of Thrones in any way. Like, I'm not a fucking, like, dragon. I, I don't fucking know. For the record, like, I also hate Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch it. All right, I'm the so, only one that watches it. <laughs> so, I'm, but everyone, I feel like everyone does. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that is Maybe that is a terrible fucking way to think. But, like, no, I, no, so I'm not, to be I'm, honest, I'm, my entertainment I'm, is, like, I watch a lot of, like, I just watch a lot of, like, people discussing what's going on right now. Do, do you like, like do you like shows that are created to feel? Like I don't watch shows. Like I will watch shows. I will watch shows. Like if somebody puts one on, or like if I'm just fucking chilling in my apartment and my girlfriend puts on the TV, I watch Seinfeld. I enjoy Seinfeld. I enjoy Family Guy. I enjoy stuff. But if I'm left to my own devices, I'm popping on what's happening in the world right now. I want to learn about it. That's all. I don't think that's like a dark thing. No. I'm very, I'm yeah, very, I, mean, I just want to know. I don't know. think it's a terrible way to think. I'm not judging it at all. Like if it's, if it's how you feel, I, I just thought <laughs> it was a dark. I just kept thinking about the woman dying. Of, like, yeah. Death kept coming. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, but no, I don't think it's dark. I mean, if that's the way you live and that's what makes you happy, I mean, that's all life's about. So that's great. But 
when you say that you watch things of like people talking about stuff, how do you know that's real? Well, that's the whole. Okay, so so I mean, right now, what's going on in the world? Here's a, here's a difference. Here's a difference, real, and I'll, I'll try to explain this the best I can. When you watch a show like The Game of Thrones, like Shameless, like Breaking Bad, people spend so much time absorbing everything that's happening. And even when you're watching a movie, there's always that element of trying to figure out what's happening. Like they have twists. They lead you one way and then they hit you at the end. Oh shit, wasn't expecting that to happen. Oh shit, this character pops out of nowhere. And the whole time people use all their analytical skills to analyze this fake fucking thing. Mm. So what I, okay. What I will do, what I enjoy is to look at what's actually happening and try and figure out where the twist is going to be. What's really happening? Not where the twist in Breaking Bad is going to go, because that doesn't affect my life. That has no effect on the world but, in all reality. Do, do you give credence to the argument that people, since it's beyond their control, okay, what's going to happen, uh, for instance, with North Korea? Is there gonna, a bomb going to drop on my head tomorrow and I'm not going to be able to know? Do you give credence to the idea that people do that sort of analytical stuff on like fabricated TV shows, sports, whatever, whatever. They do it to escape from the reality that they might fucking explode tomorrow Absolutely. and they need to do that. Absolutely. Look, that's the ultimate, and I'll say this. When you described my fear of uh, things I can't control and then we talked about surfing and it's like, well, if you're good at skateboarding, if you spend as much time learning skateboarding as you did learning how to be a good wrestler, then you, could, then you could have more of control over that. The only difference is what you believe you can control. See, I believe I can control another man on a wrestling mat. I don't believe I can control a fucking, if, if I'm on the surfboard and blah, 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 I, can't, I, I don't believe I can control that. So in a lot of ways, people, even people that will skateboard, people that will surf, people that will play guitar or anything like that, they've mastered control over that, but they don't feel like they, they don't have any sense of control over that type of stuff. And maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. But that's, so like, in the same way that people practice other things, I, I believe for whatever reason that, I don't know, I believe that it can be controlled. I believe that reality can be controlled. And so I spend my time trying to control it. <laughs> okay. I lost you a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I want to go back for one second. <laughs> I think we got a couple interesting things and it ties into one of the things that I was talking about before we aired. So Lamp. there's... <laughs> <laughs> There's the world you're talking about, which I do think is a totally unfortunate reality we're living, which is probably a lot based on a lot of the television and just the storytelling that's been happening, which is this like really like focused, crazy conspiracy shit, like Breaking Bad, where all these things are going on, and like everybody's looking at life that way. And that's true. We're tons all of primed movies. to. We're all primed to be like, oh my god, so this is the big twist that's about to happen. That's doing this and this and this and this and this. And I think the real world and politics and whatever, the real world storytellers, people that are like actually doing shit and trying to get things done by telling stories, mm-hmm. whatever, whether that's like political or corporate, they definitely use that technology of storytelling to, what like technology? Get, to, 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 to veer people in certain directions, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I, I, we can get into that. I don't want to get into specific, specifics. Yeah, but... So there's that thing, and then there's uh, what we're talking about is just like getting, you know, the other side is just being into that and being like, I like to do that because it's fun to watch shows like Breaking Bad where you just like escape. But then what about the third kind of way of looking at life, which we could use the analogy of the new Twin Peaks <laughs> okay. return, okay, which is 
totally subverting all of that, the whole thing, and it's he's he's totally subverted everything that's happened in in entertainment and film and storytelling in the last twenty five years. Going back to where he was going, but I would say going a step further, where you're watching this show where our brains are like are in this thing, especially in entertainment, to want to like try to figure out what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. But meanwhile, David Lynch is giving you five minutes of a dude spray painting shovels gold. And all you get is this guy, he's just slowly, he's just spray painting the shovel. And you're just looking at the scene, you're trying to figure out what's going on. But you keep watching the show and then you start to realize, wait, no, there's nothing going on. This is what it's. This is what's going on. Is this scene, this image? Yeah. And I'm supposed to watch this, and it's gorgeous. And everything about the lighting is gorgeous. Everything about the look. These gold shovels are interesting to look at. The way the thing's moving, and then you get to some of the, some of the, um, some of the writing of the show. And I, I know he's like a really, really intense guy. I'm like saying exactly what he wrote, and like the way he wrote all these characters' lines. You just listen to the line. You're listening to the words. And that's the experience. It's the one of the most in-the-moment experiences I've ever had. And what we're talking about now is basically an, an entire way of living life outside of the moment, which is the life we're all living right now, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree Absolutely. With that. And, and Whereas, dude, that, what you, know, you said is very thing. powerful. What you yeah. said is very powerful. And I think, I think the thing that scares me is I don't, I don't personally get myself all worked up about what is constantly pumping through. So like, for instance, like you guys, other people have certain types of entertainment versus they'll watch a show, blah, 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 blah. I'll watch what's going on, you know, try to figure out what's going on right now. But in both situations, there is, there are narratives. There, it's, it's a story that you're being told. Yeah. It's an interpretation of the world. No matter what you're listening to, it's somebody's interpretation sure. of the world. Yeah. I understand that it's somebody's interpretation of the world. And therefore, it's not necessarily real. And therefore, it could be described as fiction just like watching Twin Peaks or watching anything else. What scares me is even if I or you or anybody else were able to step outside of that, knowing that that's not real. The problem is, is that so many people don't. And that so many people, if you, may, if you say something's real long enough, it becomes real. If you, for instance, if you turn on the news... If you turn, regardless of what side of the aisle you are, if you turn on the news and you watch the way things are reported, they can convince you that something is happening in this world Absolutely. that very well may not have been happening if they weren't constantly Absolutely. talking about it every day. Can I, can I bring this back to a little experience we had recently okay. while we were on the road? So recently we were, we were driving, we pulled up to a gas station and there was, there was a reporter from a local... I mean, we, can, local we could literally pull it up. We could pull it up. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to pull it up because I sound like a schmuck. I want to hear your description though. But up, I enjoy people's... Yeah, inter- so I enjoy this. So we pull over to this gas station and we see this woman. She asks, you know, can she interview us about going to the eclipse, you know, going to check out the eclipse? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thinking that presumably a lot of people who are passing through this gas station, that's what they were doing there. She found a guy from Poland. She like interviewed this dude who had come all the way from Poland just to see be in the totality zone so anyway she interviews us and we basically describe that we've been on tour and and she's trying to convince us well not convince us but sort of like the angle of her story is that there's going to be this huge traffic backup on the highway because people are are trying to go see the eclipse and then i i made an offhand comment uh, you know to the camera because she's saying okay hopefully you guys can make it to your gig with all this traffic i made the the offhand comment we're about an hour and a half away from from charleston 
I was like, well, hopefully we can make it in less than four hours. And the way that she edited in this clip was like me sounding like I'm genuinely worried, like we're uh, not going to fucking make yeah. it because there's all this traffic. We get on the highway, there's no traffic. We make it mm-hmm. in an hour and a half and we're there like with hours to spare. But the story reads like, oh man, it was blown up, man. It was there's yeah. traffic everywhere. <laughs> but that's oh, not, that, and that's that's oh, a good that that's a good. <laughs> You, got, I'm gonna, you, you got, guys contributed to fake news. Yeah, I'll edit. I'll edit. Yeah, it in. we were I'll fake. We in. got fake news, dude. I watched. Dude, okay. Can we also play Trump Beatles as a song that's fake news? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me sad. Um, I think what's up? What's up? I really think this would be worth just playing. Yeah, just play. Yeah, yeah, play, yeah. dude. They say they just couldn't miss this. The Polish guy. If you're not on a mission to make it to the solar eclipse totality zone, I-95 is not a place you want to be right now. Yeah, well, we got a gig tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we can get there in less than four hours. This band is headed to Charleston for a show <laughs> a tonight. Little did they know it would roll oh into a God. historical <laughs> phenomenon tomorrow. Pretty pumped. I mean, it's quite an interesting way to, to include, like, going on a 25-date www.theetos.com. <laughs> One man from Poland started planning and saving to One travel here for Poland. the eclipse a year <laughs> ago. Uh, I know uh, two of my friends that are coming uh, yeah. uh, to the same event. <laughs> <laughs> I will meet tomorrow. Uh, for him, the travel uh, okay, and travel is just part of the travel. That's enough. We are not stressing too much. So, we we had. So this is the thing. We that, have about an ounce in the car. <laughs> she she edited it. At the moment that I say, yeah, we got to get to the gig. But that's the whole point. That's what we were saying. Because right before that, I said, we are, we're a band called the Yatones. We're playing a gig tonight. <laughs> like, we're going to get there. And fuck this guy's jokingly band. says, hopefully we can make it. But before that, we had said, like, yeah, it's only a couple, it's two hours away. Yeah. Not that it nervous. was like 12 in the afternoon. We had to get there by eight. Dude, it's like two hours away. how they do it. That's and so what's, okay. So just, just, to, just to take this to... What is going on in my head? Tell us. We were talking earlier about narratives, right? So there's reality, and then there's everybody's interpretation of reality. And so when you watch the news, you watch anything, you're filling your head with somebody's interpretation of reality. Somebody controls that. Now, you are lucky enough... One second. One of the people... You guys may be <laughs> what they use the term woke, but I hate the term woke. Uh, you guys might be enlightened enough to understand that concept, that everything you see is not necessarily as it seems. But the majority of people, and I do believe this, the majority of people subscribe to one narrative and then they, just like watching a TV show, just like watching the Game of Thrones, they're tuned in every day to see what's happening on the next episode of Real Life. I think um, it would be nice to be able to step outside and, and just say, you know what? I know this is all fake. I don't have to be a part of it. But what you can't control is the fact, like you said earlier, the concept from before. Oh, my bad. Were you passing that? Okay. Which is, if you can make something in reality, the news can keep saying things, and all of a sudden, they've changed reality. They've changed your subtle thing about saying, like, yeah, dude, there's no fucking way we're not going to make this gig, right? 
But then they fucking, they edited it out there and they put it out there the way they wanted to be seen. And now for millions of people who ever watched it, that's the new reality. I mean, let's not get... Hundreds. Probably not a million. Yeah, let's people. go with tens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hundreds of that kind. Tens of people. <laughs> but, sure. But, but it's... it's, it's, it's it was it's, local it's, news. Yes. Yeah. It's on a smaller scale. 20 tops. <laughs> it's but on still, a still, at the scale. same time, all those local... Like, they did it on Conan for a while. It was a Conan bit where, like, he just took all of the news stories from, like, the local news stations that were, like, literally a copy that they all read, fuck, word for word, and they, he'd do that, oh, like, yeah, every yeah. month. No, I know. Totally. What's, what's, what I'm saying is, is that even though we can step outside and understand that it's not real, it's important to understand what it is to be real. Real is what you make it. And if someone else is out there controlling, not saying someone else like this evil fucking thing, but if other people who have far more power than we do to control reality, to literally tell people this is what's happening, and then by telling people this is what's happening, that they start to think in terms of that, and all of a sudden you have people thinking in terms of what they told you is the new reality, and then they've created the new reality. I but I don't think and, it's I don't think it's that well, sinister. Though. It's, not it's, it's not sinister. It's not sinister. It's them. It's them wanting to get. The ratings of that shit. I, they I, see like yeah. the house of cards happening, and they're like, "That's Ooh, pretty fucking sinister." This is how. I wonder how but they don't. Yeah, so most of these people, and I understand what you're saying, because when you say they, it sounds like I'm sitting here like you know Alex Jones in it, like it's some evil conspiracy. The reality is, most people that are putting stuff out there, they might not understand the concept that we're talking about. That they can actually create something out of nothing, but they're doing it every day. I don't think that the biggest. No, is, I don't. I don't. It is, it, it is big. It's not. It's not it, small no. At all. It's a huge. You thing. know that somebody, WTOC or whatever, they're I don't they're owned by somebody big, and somebody big knows about the eclipse, and they know, hey, the eclipse is big news, traffic's These big are the news. Get, you a story. Get, 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 get a story. story about traffic. Find a couple of schmucks in a band. The lowest. <laughs> this is the lowest level that you're doing. Post this up with. at a gas station. Yeah, but see now who's unprepared for the eclipse. Get a couple of young guys. <laughs> they look like cool. Like oh, cool. Look at these young guys. Or if, if they're scared about traffic, whatever. I mean, this is such a stupid example. No, no, it's a perfect example. It's a perfect example, but it's a dumb example. It's like a stupid thing. It's yeah. not really it's, meaningful it's because you can take that same concept that was applied to such a menial thing and elevate it to the scale of. Anything. But this is the thing, man. Okay, I get what you're saying, but what isn't like? How do we fight this? And how do we? Because there's a lot of shit that people are saying. Is we have a president who says that everything that he doesn't like. What is I've fake been news. trying to say this whole time is, if they have the power to do it, you have the power to do it. Yeah. And so that's what I spend my time trying you to gotta do. Be more controlling. Well, dude. making fake news. <laughs> no, not making fake news. Putting yeah, out we're, gonna, my we're gonna edit this podcast completely. Oh yeah, you guys seem awful. <laughs> we're just gonna awful. skip this whole conversation to the part where you're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's we like be... Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna That's be Jake we, deflating yeah, we, all we, the time. We, as musicians, we make our own narratives. We write songs. Exactly. We believe it. So you do it, but like, I, I, that's what I. Okay, so earlier when I was like, yeah, like. I feel like I can control reality and then I spend my time trying to control it. And it sounded dumb when I said it there, but what I was really but saying... Now I'm, what I'm high. Now I'm high. And now it sounds incredibly... <laughs> but, can I ask you... Let's, let's take a good, very interesting example of what's happening when people are playing music live for you. Are they like creating a fabricated world where you forget about reality, or is something that they're doing very real well, and appealing to you? I mean, it's kind of you? like a it's like going to a movie theater. You're going for like an experience. You're going to be entertained. You know, it's entertainment. Entertainment. I'm business. not who you think I am when I play. That's true. 
I'm who. Yeah. I guess the point. And, and it's the same thing with comedy think, is like yeah. someone will come up to me after like a show and expect me to be the same person. No, yeah. I'm like fucking introverted. Fuck. I like yeah. I don't want to talk to people. Feel you. Feel <laughs> you. Exactly. I guess the point. I guess. Well, that's great. It's about great. I get, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is all is there is there a definitive reality or is reality just multiple different versions of people's fabrications There's and perceptions no definitive reality. so especially now that we have these little reality boxes that we carry but then you around. have to ask then you have to ask so you can say there's no definitive reality but that eclipse was real maybe it's the realest thing that's, that's like the fucking the matrix ages. code that's well, the code about, breaking through about, the fucking matrix that, like, how much do we control is a question it's it's just that right now like yeah i mean there is the def- there is no definitive reality for sure but there is like it's like it'll never be 100% but there's like 99% reality in a lot in most of life you know how do you know that though because i can kill you right now and you're you'll be dead Whoa. Right? Damn, dude. You're well, thinking it, a lot about death recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been around it a lot. <laughs> unwittingly. <laughs> That's true. If I kill you, you're dead, right? You're definitely dead. Yes. So that's like the definitive reality. <laughs> <laughs> is intuition is intuition a little lost on the No, it's fair. Being able a- to <laughs> suss out that difference there is definitive reality there really is definitive reality but we just live in a world where there are so many there are so there are infinite fabrications and the fact there always have been but with the way our phones work each person has their own set of infinite fabrications yes that it's hard the ultimate game of telephone it is very hard to see which is the definitive reality back in the day it was like everybody lived in pretty much a similar definitive reality and Different people will get a different. You think news. so? Yeah, because back in the day, people couldn't even talk to people. They had entirely different cultures, language. Now we all see what each other are doing, no, and now we're like, I mean, "Oh, wait, that's of, what other groups people do? of people living in a similar neighborhood would have a similar experience of life." Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, each person, each day, has a totally different thing. Getting all this different information, people used to get similar information. And again, look, <coughs> I think that as horrible as. Donald Trump's Twitter and Breitbart and all these crazy things. And for sure, WTOC is probably fucking owned by MSNBC. All these people. <laughs> like Koch brothers, dude. <laughs> you know, whoever they're owned by. Like, as much as, as bad as all that can be, the fact is, it's also like back, back in the day, if we, we did have Donald Trump's as presidents, arguably, who knows? We don't, I don't even know American history enough to know, like, what fucking, like, the you know late 1800s early 1900s presidents were really like mm-hmm. but if they wanted to fucking spread fake news dude it was like no problem there was nobody they did dude, it all the time i mean propaganda back what in, makes you dude in the dude, 40s every was a problem That's first true. of all so you just put it in the newspaper and like everybody was like fuck yeah i believe that there was no dissident there was no twitter saying like no this is fucking not true at all exactly you only knew one thing so you think it's the first time it's happening or you think it's the first time we're noticing well, I mean, I think what's going on right now is is it's definitely it's definitely uh, it's breaking a lot of ground. It's it's, it's an extreme. But level. no, fake news, of course, have happened all the time. I mean, Hitler was fucking the king of fake news. 
He got a fucking whole country to believe that Jews were like the scum of the earth and they should all be killed so that their fucking country could be better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but also in like the 40s, 50s, we had fucking Japanese people hold up in internment America, camps yeah. for the same like, thing. Convinced, uh, same thing. Exactly. Paranoia. Fear. That was somehow okay. But it wasn't, I don't even think, was it, it was like, I don't know, I feel like the way. Self-preservation. What? And we were at war with, we were literally at war with Japan. But yeah, it was fucked up. I think really I think up. it's the I guess to take to take the the what you guys experienced earlier and elevate it to a bigger scale. My personal belief is that in the same way that you saw how the news took what happened to you guys and made it their own thing to make it seem like what they want it to make it seem like, I'm saying that's probably what's going on now. Yeah, that's definitely what's going on now all the time, but the question is the real question right now is like can any Will shit really get that bad? On at least like war wise, who fucking knows? I mean, what Steve Bannon said about if like, they continue the Korea to thing, tell you, like, it's kind of obvious. Like, yeah, obviously, like, we're not going to bomb North Korea and kill millions of South yeah. Koreans. But war wise, who knows? That's yeah. I mean, that's very. Like, if they continue <laughs> to they tell you that it want. gets worse, then it it will get worse. It's just like on a no, personal but level. What I'm saying, man, is like, could could. Uh, uh, I mean, the Jew, the this whole like related thing with Charlottesville thing has been really on my mind with the like fucking Nazis back for some reason. It's like, yeah. but that's sort of like, uh, hopefully that'll just blow over. But let's go back to like what's been the big topic is like Muslims, like this thing of like the fucking well, keep them out or whatever. Like, let's say we like go to war, we go to in some ridiculous war or something with the Middle East. Are we gonna have like Muslim internment camps? Is that something that could happen again, or would? The beauty of Twitter, the beauty of the internet age, the videos, all this shit, mean that that actually couldn't really happen again because it's too easy for the truth, which, and until we have CGI that's good enough to completely fake videos, that the truth would be spread all over the world enough that it couldn't get that bad. But I mean, it depends on what is happening. Because, like, when the Boston Marathon bombings happened, like, Boston was shut down, and there were just, like, tanks rolling around, mm-hmm. like, cops going door-to-door, fucking breaking into homes, searching everything, all that shit. Like, yeah. it's... But that's not... I mean, that's, Because they that's got people bad, unified behind a cause. That's the whole... That's the whole... All you have to do... All you have to do is convince people that there is a state of emergency, and this is the solution. So when Hitler got people... And, and the thing is... Germany really was in a state of, I mean, not necessarily a state of emergency, but coming, into, coming out of World War I, they were stacked with all kinds of national debt. They would be completely raped by the rest of the European section. And there really was a state of emergency. And when somebody comes along and says, this, this is, is what's answer. happening, this is the answer, just like, okay, would you have accepted tanks rolling down your street and people knocking on your door and forcibly entering your house to search your shit if there wasn't just a bombing at the marathon? I yeah, would not. No, exactly. Not. But, but you I, get a I thing mean, to happen. I wouldn't accept it with the bombing. Yeah. But or know, even even during the saying. riots, I mean, they had fucking look. the National Guard in the harbor with fucking uh, like M16s. It was crazy. I mean, the thing is that my own if I were to give myself my own counter argument, I know like this is what's fucking happening in with ISIS. This is what is happening in Syria and Iraq. They are just raping people and it is on Twitter and these people are reaching out and they're saying, yo, help us. Yeah, that's and not no fake. And no one's helping them. Of course, it's not fake. But that's there and we're in America and like, you know, but that, they're, that, they're, like, they're, it may be that it's just not developed enough there. I, like, I'm just, I'm not you making don't, Are you trying claim. to say that... What I'm saying is that it may be 
I'm just, I'm wondering and I'm hoping that America... We should even know all that shit's going on or... No, I'm just hoping that America is advanced enough that we would never be able to do something that horrific again because of social media, because because you can't cover it up. And we did cover it up in the... 40s, which, and it is I mean, currently Jap- being covered I mean, it's up. It's been covered up with all the shootings and shootings. The entire prison system. Dude, it just happened yeah. the other week, where like right. body cameras yeah. in Baltimore accidentally got turned on when they're like when there was fudging a evidence, framing and shit. in progress. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it, fucking, it all nine hundred thousand court cases in New York just but get thrown again, out. It is better than it was. You know, it's better than it was. It's better than it was. Okay. The body cam shit. Yeah, it fucking is horrific when you see. Oh wow, this guy just tried to plant evidence. Oh wow, that I mean, it's insane that he's the guy. Uh, which was the one? And it's insane that I can't. I have to say, which is the one? It, it was like, like Charleston or Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Something. The guy that shot the guy. He was running away from him. He shot him. The cop. Yeah. Like, and he mm-hmm. got. A, he just got off. It's like yeah. fucking ridiculous. But again, uh, hopefully, this is all in the progress of things. But again, back 50 years ago, the guy shot him in the back. You wouldn't hear anything about it. So it's 2017. You hear about it, and the guy gets off. Hopefully, in 2047, he shoots him in the back, and he's immediately put in jail by some kind of fucking robot system. But you gotta believe that it has to get better because it is getting better. Even I don't know. Is it getting? better? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's, it's getting, I better. Think it's getting I think better, better. But I think though, people, I think even though can't the cops give are still getting time. off, it's still better than the cops like not even being indicted. Yeah, which is what exactly. it used to be. Sure. I think people are too used to like the instant gratification of everything nowadays that like right. they can't see progress for what it's worth as it's being made. They need it to happen the next fucking day or right now. You know what I mean? I mean that's back to our TV shit. Dude, there's like, two oh, my bad. No, no, it's just it's just back to our time. It's like people want that breaking bad fucking Twist. Well, there's like, oh, okay, they got him. There's two ways <coughs> that could go. Season well, it's, finale. Dude, it's they want like the season finale on the cops to killing innocent people. Even though like religion is kind of bullshit, there is still like information that you can get from it. Like there is, yeah. it's like pretty much gluttony. It's gluttony, which is like you know something that you shouldn't do, but let everyone does it nowadays. Everyone fucking has a Netflix account or steals someone's or has their parents or whatever. Dude, I'll like sit down and watch like eighty episodes of Chopped in a day. Like I don't get yeah, like you know like. For sure. I mean, I think people are too. That's, that's like literally impossible. Yeah. Right? It's a well, double edged hey, sword. I got two screens <laughs> of the device. I got two screens. I got the mobile experience. Let me ask you a question. Anyway, this is my like enraged optimism. <laughs> I understand. Well, what I was, we were, what were we talking about earlier? I'm pissed off about it, but I'm technically being optimistic because <laughs> I hate Shit everything sucks that's right going now, on. But also, it's the best time like, to be alive. Technically, is this progress? Because 30 years ago, even what's happening with ISIS, like you wouldn't even know about it. They would just be doing this horrible shit, and you wouldn't know anything about it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of bad shit got in right before like. The internet, man. We're in like, this. We're in this phase of life right now, where dude. Like the IRA bombings in like England yeah, and dude. shit. Like that shit was horrific, but no one really knows about it because it happened in like what the sixties, seventies, or some shit. Like we're also yeah. horrified and pissed about things, but at least we know about them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but what what's the attention span on that though? I feel like the attention span on that because of how much, like. 
anytime something shitty happens, it's the biggest news that week, and it's like the best ratings. Mm-hmm. So like, why wouldn't the news hype up every week? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how I but got it, to that. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Like trying to circle it around and shit. Because the thing is, like, it doesn't always just pick the shittiest thing. Because the shittiest things right now, some of the shittiest things ever are still happening in Africa, are still happening in, in, you know, in Syria, are still happening. I mean, there was all these bombings, and there was another... In Flint, Michigan. Well, no, there was another... pretty terrible, too. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. But there's all this shit happening Because nothing is objectively shitty. It's only what's (laughs) shitty to you. So... Yeah. In American news media, yeah, you're going to see things that are shitty to you. And that's why, that's the, it. That's why this Feels Nazi the most thing... Immediately the thing about this Nazi thing, it fucking went huge. And I'm like, okay. And I watched the video and I was like, yeah, this is shitty that people are just running around saying Jews will not replace us. But that's been... That, what I'm trying to say is the <laughs> same thing we were talking about. There have always been people. Pre-Hitler, oh, yeah. during Hitler, post-Hitler, there have always been people that believe that, and there's always been those little rallies throughout. They've always had those. That's not the first and fucking... Again, yeah. yeah, key word, little rally. But it now, wasn't a huge rally. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was 500 people in total on both sides. And then like 5,000 anti-protesters. That's not how it reads on TV. Yeah. It reads like Well, that's what happened in Boston. In Boston the other day, there was supposedly a neo-Nazi rally, and it was six people in like a park under a pavilion... And the camera angle made it look like there's a fucking huge crowd around them, but that was just all the anti-protesters. There's only six people there. And this is where I kind of, I I, I don't know. Dude, it's we talked about this a while ago on the podcast, but it's the same thing with like the fucking Westboro Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. Jimmy brought it up the last time, and it's like a clip that's been floating around now because we had uh, we were talking about it with Mark Normand. Yeah. It's like in high school, the Westboro Baptist Church came down to our school to protest it. Because at the time, Michael Phelps had just won like a bunch of gold medals and he went to our high school and he was like coming back to do like a fucking parade through the town. So they came down, they're like, you know, God hates fags. Yeah, da, da, da. Oh. There are three people there doing it. There are three fucking people there. Three fucking And on the people. other side, it was like half of our student body protesting, plus like Towson, Towson University, University people, people from throughout there the were community thousands. and shit. But it's like the only reason. They're getting news coverage and shit, and the only reason like they make money is because people come out. They're so pissed off at them, they fucking hit them or they attack them or whatever. And that entire family is all lawyers. They just sue everyone and go after everyone who fucking attacks them. Mm-hmm. But the only reason any of that shit's possible is because you validate that shit. People are by being there. So like, you the validate that shit pe- by being fucking in their face and angry at them. You like if like you counter protest. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask Dude, you a question. Yeah. How many people would have died if there was no counter protest? Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Dude, you val- you difficult. stoke the fucking fire. You go in there and you fucking uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm, I th- I, is, I I know, dude. It's very weird. I mean, but the thing is, if the thing is it's got to be a double-pronged effort cuz I agree that there's a there's a sense to me that's like I don't know, it's, t- it's a tough call because obviously you want to fucking protest Nazis. But, yeah, but also if it's like, only 500 of them, but the thing is you can't have the Nazis without, the, you can't just have the Nazis marching with no counter-protests and the media is there covering the Nazis. You got to have no media and no counter-protests. Exactly. Yeah, but impossible. And the only That's way you, the, the only now, way don't anybody validate it. You don't validate it. Our entire society has no been way. gaslit only to, reason, to react to this stuff. The yeah. only reason anybody outside of Charlottesville downtown knew that rally was happening 
was because the news. the news told you. Absolutely. Yeah, what if the yeah. news didn't tell it? What if Absolutely. the news was just like, yeah, these guys are doing some stupid shit tomorrow. I'm not even going to fucking worry about it. I'm not going to yeah. bother with it. I'm not going to give them well, the that, time well, of fucking day. It, yeah. the, the, it's an endemic problem. It's a 24 hour news cycle. Yeah. If we didn't well, have then it's like a big PR cycle, thing, thing be a too. Because like, is it an endemic problem or are they telling you it's an endemic problem? Well, the, well, the issue is where it is now, where this issue stands of like racists and neo Nazis and white supremacists all organizing, they have the same means of dispersing their information that the news media does. It sure. just, but it, also, they, it's such a small margin of people. Like, it's a small margin of people, like but, the same but, thing but they, like, they, they want the outlets. It's it's like a symbiotic relationship. The content that they're creating and the, the, the media outlets are broadcasting. Yes. You know, they, they need each other. They need each other. For this, but so why? Why would? Who needs each other? The 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 media needs a story like this to cover, especially because Donald Trump has a, a particularly a particular history of being a, a, an open racist. Like it's hard to deny that he is business practices through his entire life and career. Okay, so they need now that he's in the front and center of the entire world and is the biggest hot button news issue. It empowers, you know, the, the the white supremacist groups to be able to organize and to be able to get the fact that they're organizing on television. You know, so I think I think I don't know. I just think I understand what you're saying. I don't. I don't necessarily think. I don't. You know, it's it's tough. To, it's tough to make that call because. It's fucking the whole situation is really it's kind it's of a mind circle. fuck because the only you're just point like are, yeah. the me the biggest problem is I mean 24 hours news media is kind of the biggest problem because yes if if all you if you, if the news media was just like a couple hours a day was when the news came on and it was like at 8 p.m. then the protest would happen and at the end of the protest you'd say this is what happened and if it was just 500 people that'd be it Sure, but that's how it should be. Yeah, sense on the you got the Twitter and that's where it's currently like five hundred. You know, people see it through Twitter too. So I don't know, man. It's just like I'm kind of like revert. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's enabling. On the one side, I'm saying yeah, Twitter sucks because Twitter's. I was one. The first thing I'm saying is Twitter's great because you can see exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. But at the same time, Twitter sucks because these small groups like five hundred protesters can make sure their word is fucking out there. Exactly. They can get sponsored posts. They can pay Facebook. But you also understand that, like... No, they probably can't. I don't think Facebook would no, probably the money of a, of a Nazi group. Yeah, exactly, because Facebook... Not yet. You know, they won't even let you invite more than 50 people to your fucking house for pancakes, dude. That's the thing heart. you kind of have to worry about is, is, like, I don't know, man, how much... Basically, what's coming in front of you is... I don't know how to... I don't know, like, the, the best way to put this. I'm sorry. Well, what? Let's, I think we gotta move on. Yeah, enough. Because there's no, there's no way, there's nothing to say. The only thing yeah. left is, what do we do? That was the whole question the whole time. Right. Well, what do we do? I mean, we're artists, so we make art and we talk about the things we care about. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. If I was a lawyer, I'd be like, well, I, I try to fight cases so that these I try to fucking fight dirty cops I try to do all this but, but artistry is the art is the um action of creating yeah i mean it it used to be uh, is it still it should why would it not be 
I don't know, man. I'm kind of. Do really you feel like convoluted. it is for you? I'm really free, free flowing now. The Donald Trump Doodles group is like a That's big good. example I mean, of <laughs> how far we've come with creativity. Have we romanticized? <laughs> have we roman- I don't know. Maybe we've romanticized. But when I think about like the revolution that came from songs like Revolution or. <laughs> That's a good one to call. Uh, I don't know. Was back <laughs> in the USSR was a big deal. Uh, Fortunate Son was a big deal. Sure. I think I've romanticized What's that. Going on? These are Vietnam songs. But there's a reason why yeah. they're romanticized. It's because guy. they were known in the first place. They obviously had an effect on people enough to be romanticized. But maybe it was it was it that because there wasn't so much information that they were kind of getting their information from this and then getting that perspective on it and then taking that and then finding out. He said, it ain't me. I know Fortunate Son. Finding out. What the fuck the Beatles are talking about back in the USSR? Or you don't think people are still affected by music that same way anymore? I don't know, man. I, don't I think know. it's I think so. Are white are so. are white privileged people? I mean, I've had strange experiences, man. Like with some like uh, like white, white people. White white. I mean, I'm white. We're both you Jewish, are. so I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> the Nazis being back. It's confusing. We're it kinda, means you're I'm talking about my privilege right now. Deeply confused it by it. It's not <laughs> a joke to just us. Just like some like white people that like, grew up in the you know South. It's Jewish like, privilege to yeah. say you're not white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that is true. Because listen, I'm white, Look, bro. I absolutely know <laughs> that I, 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 I totally take advantage of all, all privileges I have. <laughs> I'm completely aware of it. I'm a six foot four. Tall, light-skinned man. I know that that gets me. Dude, Jews have some serial in, in America, life. dude. Jews, con- Jews definitely have some privilege. You guys definitely have some privilege. Yeah, I mean, ironically, who's not hiring a Jewish guy? Well, yeah, that's that's true. You know, you know that wasn't always the case. <laughs> I know it wasn't always the case. I'm saying right now, you guys could live that shit up. It's fine right now. Yeah, we're we're, we're I guess we're in the light a, light a light era of non-prosecution though. Well, last week was quite interesting. Anyway, um, but yeah, you know, I played Kendrick Lamar once for a friend, and like he was like disturbed by it. He was like, I don't want to hear this. Like he was like, this is like too intense. And I was like, man, yeah, you know, it was really interesting. Like. It is intense. It's like really a lot, and um, but I get what again. It's what I'm saying is like what like Kendrick. It's amazing what he's saying is so true and so real. But like you're also hearing about it every day on the news. You're Have you ever experienced it firsthand? No, no. Okay. Not, what you, no, I'm not saying. No. I'm not saying that you think you have i'm just asking well i don't I, know you that you, well i don't even know what you mean like have you well, the prejudice? things you're talking about no the things that you're talking about the things that you hear kendrick lamar say and the see the things that you see on the news have you ever personally experienced those things no of course not i of course i would i will i i hope and i of course hope that i never have to experience exactly so you're very open to someone else's interpretation of it well, let's just get more specific. When I'm talking about Kendrick, I mean, like, you know, I mean, did you listen to the new record? Are you guys into him at all? Yeah, yeah I like Kendrick. I, I mean, the yeah. new record, damn it, starts with the fucking thing of the, what's his name from, like, the five on Fox News, like, quoting the last record where he's, like, in the hate popo when they close in the streets for show, you know. And, like, of course I've never experienced that. I, I have no, I've never experienced, I mean, I did grow up as a, as a Jewish kid in Florida, like going to public school, 
Like, is that there weird? was a little bit of like it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> going like, to public I school. I went to like Boy Scouts and like do have like weird memories of like this is a Christian organization basically, right? And stuff uh, like that. But you know, yeah, like, pretty much. Plain it is. shit. You know, not nothing real. Um, but um, but yeah, no. I mean, I just think it's kind of an interesting thought of like if Kendrick was doing his thing. Let's just say everything was different. Like everything outside of music. Like went back forty years to like when when news was like a little slower moving, and Kendrick was saying, "Hey, Popo, when they kill us dead in the streets, for sure, for for sure." Yeah, well, I mean that's kind of like <laughs> what, what NWA that, was like, doing. Well, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good point. It's like, I mean that's also been said for fucking ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's because what I'm saying. Happening forever, but like it's sort of like, is he saying he's not saying anything new? He's not saying anything like. Fresh is saying what's exactly what's happening, what you're reading about every day, what you're seeing fucking videos of. Yeah. So I don't know. Does it actually have an effect? Does it actually have a greater effect? Of course it does. Look at the way it affected you. I don't think it if that that line that song doesn't affect me more than seeing the fucking video. Okay, but but that's but, still but them like, having an effect on I you. I know, but what I'm saying is that back in the day, you didn't have the videos. You didn't have the images as much. So you had these songs. But again, I'm, I'm just asking. I don't know. Maybe I'm romanticizing. But I sort of like, I'm wondering, like, did this music have a bigger effect because people weren't as, as in touch with as what's going on? So the only way they're getting this information was from these artists that were saying these things in these poetic ways that were really meaningful and true. Yeah, I mean, that's just not popular music right now, though. Mm-hmm. Kendrick kind of brought it mainstream because, you know, it's Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's fucking the amazing. other thing is Kendrick's like the only fucking guy that's doing yeah. it. Yeah, and Jay-Z kind of did it with his new album, too, 444. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's music has been led down like the fucking like party club shit, like pop, like just there. fucking. Yeah, club it's always been that shit. kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. But it's the most popular thing right now, and there aren't a lot yeah. of exceptions. And everything is starting to just the, be pop, pop club music. Like, yeah. all rap, all fucking pop, all that Very shit digital. just sounds the same. Dude, fucking country sounds like fucking like rap yeah, music now. Absolutely. It's crazy. It's hard. You know, it's hard as... as I've been thinking about this a lot lately as somebody who, like, organically learned to play an instrument, and that's the way I've always expressed myself. I don't... I Sometimes I feel like... There's a ceiling on me all of a sudden because I don't, I do, I can't sound like a computer. I can't sound like a fucking DJ, you know. I, and I, and it's just it's scary to think that like maybe this should. It's just the way that I play and perform and try to present my art to people. It just it's it can't have an effect anymore. It's like irrelevant. It's something I think about a lot, you know. Like Dude, what? that's powerful. That that's. But I, I don't know. Jesus I think Christ. that was, I think I do think that, <laughs> that hit Jimmy think, hard, dude. I do think <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just hard. Like it, it, there's a whole art to the way music is made digitally now, and to the way that you're trying to get that sort of like fee point of satisfaction, and like kind of mathematically time things out and make it feel as as wonderful as it can possibly feel. You know, but there's you an art to that. I just don't. I just don't. But feel like I know how to create it. You don't think there's it. something about. That I don't, I don't think that tech, technology certainly isn't in any other facet. Technology cannot mimic the human experience, and I think, I think right now, I think people are used to things being slowly more kind of like computed and quantized and everything like that. And it's but just they like, won't take it if it's a hundred. They need, not, they, I guess they do need. People need that rub in whatever it is they hear. Computers they don't have something. the emotional aspect. Yeah, there's something. There's a difference between being on beat and anything like that. Yeah, versus. 
just the way, like if you listen to an old Led Zeppelin record and you listen to the way like John Bonham hits the, you know what I'm talking about? You guys like Led Zeppelin yeah, are all? Of course. Aware, fuck yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. And the way you can't, you can't do that on a computer. No. Do you think that it's possible that people that that's true, and you have to move, you would have to move in every individual note just so, and you still couldn't do it because yeah. it's still computational. It's not there's something different about analytics and emotion, yeah. and you can't computers only yeah, but, have but analytics. Dude, hold on, hold on. People it's all analytics. To Led Zeppelin in the club. That's our whole point here. The, Sounds like I understand that people are very people are humans and machines are melding. Yes. People That's, are becoming a lot of people are becoming very accustomed to music that is made by computers. That they is are not becoming really accustomed, adjusted what, that much. It happened every, very quickly. Every too. single piece yeah. is quantized. You have Do you think people want every single piece, including vocals and tuning of vocals, every single piece is a computer system. Do you think that people if if the alternative was presented to them, you don't think that you could remind you don't you think that you can't fight that at all? Is what you're saying? It takes some kind of uh, magic to fight it. Well, I, yeah. People don't know they're missing it. I understand that point. People don't know they're missing well, it. But I, I have to go back to the Kendrick thing for a second because I kind of just like, I think that my perspective, and obviously this whole thing is from the perspective of four white guys in our late 20s, Bingo. is kind of <laughs> obviously like skewed. But I think that even this conversation right now is from that perspective, which, no, I don't think that a 25-year-old person is, if they're already into that, that's what they're going to be into. But I think that when a 14-year-old hears we're going to be all right, that it is, I think it is powerful. That they experience the idea of this horrible thing that's happening. And, I mean, it's all, that's all, that, that particular You're song right. is a very uplifting song as well. Um, was your friend you shared it to 14? No, no, no. hang out with a lot of fourteen-year-olds. No, what is you this? Take a seat I actually, what I played him was one of my favorite songs on that record. Um, oh shit, I don't remember the name. There's so many songs on it, but it's the one that has like it's a double side, and the second half is the part where he like sings this in his crazy voice, where like it literally like he does the thing where he's like drunk and he's like rapping about like. <laughs> and like he has like the moment where he like clinks the glass on the record and I was like oh this guy like he's just so amazing he actually brought me into like the fucking rocking chair or whatever the fuck he's sitting in while he's rapping which he obviously isn't but mm -hmm. like it's just amazing it's totally yeah. amazing like music that he's very immersive where guys like really music. bring you into the room they're in yeah. even if it's not the room they're actually in yeah but but no but yeah I think that for the younger generation those songs do plant ideas stronger than anything else possibly could even a video of it actually happening so I take back whatever the fuck I said that I do think music is still as powerful it just depends on how old well how, then the question how open you are so then okay so I agree with you there I think that music is still as powerful but then it comes down to the question you were talking about which is is the type of music you make powerful. Well, I mean, and that's a really, really hard thing for, for us right now. And for rock music. And I've had this conversation with a lot of people um, over the past few months. Is that rock music is not dangerous anymore, ever. Nobody. There's no, you can't name one band. Yeah, dude. Because rappers are just like fucking... Just, rappers yeah. took over. 
and uh, the bad that's boys just the reality. Now. And that doesn't mean that we can't be successful. It doesn't mean we can't have careers, or we, or we can fucking figure it out. But it's it's kind of hard for us to do it for some reason. It's yeah. hard for white privileged people to make. Well, it's like, but the thing is, it didn't used to be. Yeah, I don't know. you got to think so about weird. like, because culture kind of like forms around like whatever is hip at that time. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. There's not really like any like fucking dope white dudes right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not many dope white dudes. Really? So not. like, there's not like a fucking really theme not. song for the, uh, that dope white dude. Fucking like rock music. It's like theme songs for like the culture at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's more so like rap music is. And now, but now what? Like, cause like fucking, I don't know. I feel like white music now has gone the path of like alternative <laughs> rock what, or like just fucking like white music is white music is fucking lame. What is white music? Dude, white music is well, like... Uh, uh, we're going a bit too far, guys. Yeah, I don't think so. Anything that has a... Is, hey. is extreme. <laughs> There's a lot of That's white music. We can't label white music. Calling out all white music. It's not about black and white. Anything that has a whistle... I'm not saying... White guys make lame music. Black guys make lame We're talking about genres. I'm not talking about the race. I'm talking about the genre of white music. Not the race of people making it. Rock music's not white music at all. Right? Exactly. Music it's not music. anybody's music. Yeah. It's, it's like originally But the point music. is, like, listen, there's music. guys that are doing dangerous things. Are just there's guys that are, like, dangerous just being this word that's, like, edgy, cool. Like, I mean, James Blake is a fucking genius. He's a freak. He's this white British guy making great music, has an incredible voice. It's awesome. Really adventurous. Very cool. He's not saying, but he's not saying anything that's going to make headlines. And that's all we're talking about. So are you basically saying that because of who you are, you don't believe that there's anything you could do that's dangerous? No, no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's a challenge. Okay. Because I'm not being... Like, it was easy for Creedence Clearwater, it was easy for them to write a song called Fortunate Son. Yeah. Because they were fucking all their friends. They were... I don't know the history of them, but I'm sure they were part of the draft, you know? Or wait, they're English. No. No, no, they were no, they were they're American. They're American. Creedence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. American. Uh, considered. So they were they were probably being drafted. They dealt with it, you know? And they all this they were all part of that experience together. And it was easy for them to write hard songs. Uh, to write like dangerous, like headline making songs. And then So I what's don't know, there's what, not the been 90s, nothing around to I don't know. There's no I mean, like Nirvana, it's like I don't know what was, but what at least was the they, struggle of the nineties. They they grew up through the I guess Cold War, I guess, or yeah. maybe Vietnam or probably not Vietnam, but I don't but know. But I don't know, I mean it's he hard. did it, but he did you know, he wrote Rape Me is like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm not saying we can't do it. I but, think you um, guys have the potential for sure to do something stylistically such- dangerous. Like not necessarily I don't I think when we're talking about dangerousness, we're kind of honed in on the lyrics specifically like so far i feel like that's what we've talked about that's the story more than anything sure sure but they i guess yeah as a i was thinking more of like as an image you know yeah yeah i don't think it's image i think image is the least important thing Mm. when you think about how people interpret in today's time 
image is like almost I think it's everything. always image is defined by many what, things what is, your style your lyrics what is, what is dangerous about Kendrick's image there's nothing dangerous is there I mean what is what is headline worthy what's like a big deal about Kendrick's image uh, I don't know things that well his image is that he puts out stuff real he puts yeah. out real shit no I was I was thinking more so of like uh I don't know back in the like 90s or 80s whatever like everyone thinking Marilyn Manson was fucking like Lucifer or whatever. Yeah. And nowadays there's a rapper whose name is Little Uzi Vert and oh it sounds like Lucifer. Oh and he has like Never an upside down cross. Oh do 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 this is like he's a bad boy, you know what I mean? it's true. That's another way to do it. You can also do it. You can It's just about storytelling and it's about all we're talking about and this is goes right back to the fake news thing and the reason why it's very complicated and it goes back to you thinking that you only want to believe things that are real you don't want to you don't want to dive into stories that aren't real but the bottom line is that's what that's how you become successful is you create a story and if it's true great but if it's not great as long as it's wholesome and it's not hurting someone then who cares because yeah. you don't know what like it works out like a different idea part of your Kendrick's brain actually like we all think we do because he's a fucking good storyteller. But you have no idea what that guy is like. He could be a complete asshole. So are you saying... And then just like fucking give lots of money to kids and that's great. I was following that. you... But you have no idea. To the level of, yeah, success, like what you were saying I before. Be like creating. different than I'm acting right now. What like, I'm saying is air. you can create your story, but there's many different ways to create your story. So you can create a story where you manufacture this ideal artist in your head of what you think people want to see or are looking for or anything like that and you can pretend to be that or you can create a story where you are that and you're not pretending yeah so well like what about like Eminem like is that is he a good example of that of what of like like his like he he created a story and that like is who he is he's like this like I don't know, <laughs> like, like this white rapper that like against all odds is like incredible rapper and like yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Well, I, I don't happen. know. I guess the thing that I take away from both of those people is that they're just they're just being truthful. They're just telling shit how it happened. You know what I mean? Like Eminem grew up on Eight Mile in Detroit. Like he didn't have like he grew up in a trailer park and shit. Like and growing up through that environment and then like getting into like the rat battle scene and shit like that. Right. Very interesting story about how he came up. Um, but also, you know, like who knows, maybe half the shit in the eight mile movie didn't actually happen. Oh but, yeah. A lot of it's Cause that's how most people get the information of like, yeah. Eminem yeah. Or whatever. a lot of it's dramatized. But, that is wild. but a lot of it's dramatized. <laughs> Holy shit. Wouldn't that mean, other stuff could be dramatized. <laughs> what are you just trying to give an impression of an experience? Look, I'm just had, all know? I'm asking is so there's different ways to do it. I, I guess what I'm getting at is the way you've been talking. You say you're trying to find a way to be dangerous or or to try to not. I mean, I agree with Eric in that I do think images is, is a big thing. Well, you know, uh, to be more like honestly, like this Yao Jones record, their songs, you know, a real song was meant to be a political song. Mm-hmm. But there, there were also like lyrics that I like shied away from because I was like, I don't know if I can say that. That's and, not dangerous. Yeah, and I wish I hadn't done that. That okay. So, th- and eviction notice is a cool song that I wrote about my landlord who I fucking hate, and 
It's real, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of like dumb. It's like not like it's kind of a funny song. Yeah, it's just my you know. It's cool. But it's a dope song. Yeah, yeah it's I cool. like it. It's a dope song, and it's very real, but it's nothing like important. Um, and what yeah, if I mean those are like the most those are the the only two like songs that aren't like about girls. <laughs> it sounds to me like what you were saying is, and this is just the way I interpret it, and I could be completely wrong, but it sounds to me what you're saying is, you don't believe that there's anything inherent dangerous or whatever that is about I hate th- I'm just I'm asking you if this is what you're saying yeah yeah do you feel like there's anything inherently dangerous about yourself that you could put out to the world and people would want to see or do you think that if you're to become successful you have to create something that isn't you no no I think that well I think it depends on who you are but I think well who are I, you is what I'm asking no I think I have stuff I could say then why don't you say it uh, yeah I don't know man because you get, you get, I think Doug and I would agree. I think we both share a similar thing of like, just feeling like it's all too much sometimes. Yeah. And we just want to escape. <laughs> <laughs> you guys a thing? No, there's a thing of like, not, of like, if we were fucking famous right now, I'd probably say a lot more shit all the fucking time. Because so, cause I would, cause I'd be like, I don't fucking care who likes this or not. But that's why I wanted to come on here. I, I feel like I've spoken my mind more openly than sometimes. That's important, life. dude. I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to say, in order to, in order to seem dangerous to others, you have to first kind of be dangerous to yourself. That's my opinion. Dude, I agree, man. Is this so a therapy then, session now? I'm not. I'm, not <laughs> I'm just talking to you guys because this is stuff that. It's stuff I want to talk about. I, <laughs> I, I love this it. This might be therapy the session for me, honestly. I love the conversation, and I, I totally agree. And I, um, yeah, no, I, I, I always, dude, my, all my heroes are people that said and say important things musically and in every way. Hey, man. So, okay, so I know you hate Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. But two episodes ago, Sam Tully, he was studying to be a maester, and he was like, you know what? I'm fucking sick and tired of reading about other people's interesting lives. I'm going to go live my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, and in comedy, it's I've heard a lot of people say this, and it's like definitely true. Because uh, you'll just get stuck in doing the gigs and doing the shit and not creating anything new because you're not living like a life to be... like You're not living interestingly enough to tell people about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And and that's strictly for comedy, too. I, I don't really know much about music shit. Like, no, I, it's the well, same shit. It's the bro. same shit. It's got to be. I think there's a way in all forms of art that I've experienced is like, at least as a consumer, I come to, a, to something, whatever, a song, a painting, a movie, a TV show, and I have this connection with it when it really speaks to me of like I have a shared experience with the person that made this and I think it's possible in all kinds of art there's just a way that you can package what you're saying that it maybe not it's just vague enough that other people can relate to it but it's just general enough that it can capture an experience so it's like for instance I'm I'm you know, we've talked about this extensively I'm a Jewish kid from the Upper West Side I lived in relative comfort growing up I like to listen to Mob Deep when I was in high school. I still love Mob Deep. Very sad a prodigy died. Yeah. But anyway, those songs are about extremely like dangerous situations, deep in like 
fucked up parts of New York that I would I would never be allowed to travel to, nor would I really want to travel to because it's dangerous for somebody for, like me to roll through there. But the point is, there was something about the the raw energy and honesty of, of the beats and the lyrics and the composition of that music that I it just motivated me to to exist in my world and I. There was something about it that I connected to, so I think I think I don't know. I I hope that on all sides of art, there's a way that you can just give somebody an impression of what you're feeling, and their impression can catch on with that feeling, and you can unify the consumer with the piece of art. That's one of the things I've always envied, honestly, about rap in specific, is that it's such a more like in your face. Uh, means of expression you know like i i do i do notice it like when you're listening to a rock song because you're trying to sing it because you're like it's it's a melody you kind of have to shape the words and i understand with rap you have to shape it to fit into the beat but oh, it's a whole different it's you, a it's an art but to you have that, to but, cadence sure but like i feel like it's just been the the case that rock is for all these kind of like generic ideas in a way versus rap which is like i i think that's why people gravitated to rap i, I why? 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 Explain because of mean. the honesty. Because they just they they weren't saying like a bunch of metaphors where you got to go online and look at what's he talking about. They just fucking said it, and people were like, "Oh shit, I get this. I have never even seen this, and I get this in a way." Versus rock, where it's like I don't know. It's just like it's such a limited means of expression to well, me. I think that I don't know. I think honestly, like with, with all this aside, you know, I think that if you come see us live. I mean, you've seen us. I think we do, dude. You guys are yeah. You guys are amazing. We do it. Live. When I, mean, I had, when we, we had, really do give you that. We give you that that energy and that honesty. What, whatever the energy is that you want, that's that gives you something to feel better out about after you let it go. You like, know? dude, that's I used try to do. So I used. Oh, go on. It's kind of like that's a separate. That's a separate thing. Like live we're we're fucking musicians we're fucking artists we know how to do this shit live we know how to give exactly what we're talking about but that's just still just a different subject than like all these songs we're talking about nirvana rape me is not a fucking like if it was fucking fish me uh-huh. it's not gonna be a fucking you're not gonna ever it's a good song but you're not gonna know it yeah. it's talking about fishing Fishing, but at the same time, the friend. The words are very, in the, including in rap, and the the rappers are only able to bring that energy because of the words they're saying. Mm-hmm. If the rappers say, "And I'm going fucking fishing," I love this fishing thing right now. You're not gonna be like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, I love your energy, dude." Although Chance has a dope fishing line, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, dude, they, catch and release, playing Chance, fish with a dog and a fish on a. Or no, fuck! I fucked it up. But whatever, you get it. <laughs> so, I mean, but but what I'm saying is like, can I just interject real quick? I kind of took, I kind of fucked up my own argument because I'm saying because the thing is, if you saw if you saw Nirvana doing the song "Fishing" and the rap guy fishing with the same energy they do everything else, you'd still be like, wow, that was fucking amazing. But you wouldn't be like, I gotta go listen to that song later. So we're talking about the longevity versus the experience. Anything experience-wise. What we're doing and what rock band there are some there are rock bands that do it experience wise it's as good as it gets it's about that longevity it's about putting something out there that's like meaningful over like, first of all you guys definitely completely have the live thing down in my opinion it's fucking yeah. it. like I I don't appreciate it I when I go to like. <laughs> 
I used the word last time we had uh, um, Jamie and the other dude, Chris, from Them Animals on. We were talking. And, like, you guys are literally, like, the word I use is electrifying. And that's the best way I can put it, dude. It's, like, literally, I regret that it was, like, just, like, broad light in the thing. I, I was yeah, saying, like, yeah. if it were dark, like, towards the end of the night, like, I was just, like, it's just kind of hard to channel that much energy in, like, a fully lit spotlight. room yeah it's, <laughs> when it's dark and the spotlight's on you it's like there were bands that came on after you guys that didn't have fucking one-fifth the energy that were getting people's attention more just because that was where the attention was drawn yeah but like you guys dude like the way you perform is fucking unreal dude like everyone says that that's why i thought it was so fucking like when i was talking to i don't even know who exactly i was talking to we were talking about like the shit you were doing just during that show and it's just like you guys take things to a whole fucking different level. It's like a level, like, I'm not saying I go out to all kinds of different shows. Like, I really don't. Like, I haven't seen that many shows, but, like, what you guys do is, it's just insane. Yeah. It's insane. And I'd like to believe that that could take us all the way. But unfortunately, that's just not how it works. But the thing about Kurt I mean, Cobain is, he wasn't, okay, so there's different levels to, like, what crazy. you can put out. So, 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 for instance, Kurt Cobain couldn't speak on the ghetto and the police and sh people doing shit like that. So he didn't. Yeah. But he was dangerous in, in expressing himself from what he experienced. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I mean, I think... No, you, again, I, think I, I, I didn't, I I didn't say that, I couldn't, I mean, that we couldn't do it. I didn't it, say we couldn't do it. I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm not saying that you're doing it. That. And I don't... I, yeah, I don't think that there's any song in that record that's like fucking like... This should be like headline news. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's our first album. <laughs> I don't think I mean I don't uh, you know the Bleach record is good About a Girl is a great song but like you know it's not like there's no song in there that I'm like there's no song I don't what are the hits on that album other than About a Girl right, dude, it's your my first baby. It's no I'm talking about the Bleach the Nirvana record uh, okay. uh, his first record oh, yeah. oh well going back to I think the song I like the song Gene that you guys do yeah. I like that song a lot well, I like the live version I like funny. the it's 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 that's I don't know that song is is one of the more like so, sort of like surreal lyrical songs. It's it's not about a specific like real day to day experience. I couldn't even tell you exactly what it's about. Well, that's the thing that's funny about it, and that's the, the, the I kind of getting back to my point is it's like is that the song that hits the most people because it's 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 more of like an impression of a feeling that people can interpret in their own ways. You know, is that like the key? To making great music, you know that that it's funny that you'd yeah. mention Gene. You know, I mean Led Zeppelin wasn't saying shit about anything; they were just fucking telling crazy stories about whatever the. Fuck I think on a stylistic yeah. level, yeah, that was all like Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, it's a matter of more people hearing you guys. I think, I mean, honestly, like from a style, like I had never listened. What was the band uh, Motorhead that you said? Is that what the band was? Yeah. I was like, you you were saying it in the last I time you guys it. were here. Yeah, and like I had never listened to them. And then after you said that on the podcast, I was like, I'm going to go listen to Motorhead. And I could see like what you were talking about, like that kind of... Th Dude, it's... I think you guys have that. I do think you guys have that. Well, let's do it, bro. Let's, let's get us there. But anyway, no. <laughs> we're, we're, this is all cool stuff to talk about. And like, yeah. But I, I'm just... To cap this conversation, it's just... I've definitely become more aware of like... There's no point in trying to like... Make nice music. <laughs> there isn't. It's it's the biggest waste no of time point. you can do. You gotta just make the music. And I don't feel. think that we did that. I didn't. Dude, I definitely nice didn't try to do that at all. Last, but dude. there's definitely a. Oh, what? I, this is what I was gonna say, man. 
But this is a problem, and I think I think a lot of people out there might agree with me. I know Doug agrees with me. There is this feeling. <laughs> Speaking for there Doug is this feeling sometimes when you have a thought of like, Doug's I like, want to write a song that's just like, <laughs> yo, I am, I am. I want to write a song that's just like, yo, fuck Nazis, and you're like, everybody's fucking saying that right now. This yeah. is gonna be another. Just the next guy dude. to say fuck Nazis it's not on edgy. Facebook. Like it's I didn't, you know, try the thing to say. You know, I've been torn on this thing. Like, <coughs> should I fucking put up the fucking like anti-Nazi sign on our Instagram? It's like, yeah, I, I guess I do believe in that, but like, it just everything becomes a fad. So it doesn't quickly. stand yeah. out. Yeah, it doesn't. It's stand like, like this Facebook like, like profile overlay shit. <laughs> I don't. On, we man. don't. I don't get in. I know Doug and I both don't get into that shit. Don't get into like writing these Facebook posts all the time. I sometimes I do, sometimes I do, and then I delete them ten minutes later because I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> that got no likes." I can, I can <laughs> wait, I, well, no, no, no. This is only to listen, get likes. Listen, I put one up the other day. I got 25 likes. I did. I got 25 likes on this post that I put up the other day about this whole situation, and. Within ten minutes, I was like, "Fuck!" I just poked. Just reading this over a couple of times, I just poked a hole in almost every single sentence that I wrote here, right. just by myself. That I poked it, so everybody else reading this can find an angle to come at with, come at what I've written and destroy it. Yeah. So I took it down. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess the only way I like to express myself politically is in conversation at this point because yeah. it's like. At least we can talk and come to an agreement. It's some kind of Facebook is progress. Facebook and social media kind of become the new conversation. It's which it's is crazy. Which I mean, is, I, yeah, but I mean, I like to do it. In, I do like to do it in music. It is. It's fun. It's an interesting way. It's aversive. to express these ideas. And it's when we perform, bad. as you've seen us play live, we do bring that kind of energy. So it it can be a lot of fun. Again, not. Fun. I mean, it's fun, but it's like intense. But it's intense and you feel we feel relief when we're done. So we do like doing that. But I just mean there is that sort of feeling sometimes when I have a <coughs> especially when you're writing lyrics, because when you're writing lyrics you're just kinda like in thought uh-huh. and you're kind of thinking a lot. Yeah. And you're just I mean I, that's how I write, unfortunately. That's how I you're supposed I, I would I don't say that's not visceral. I would love to just way. be able to freaking I mean that's the best writing is when you can just do that. But yeah. there is that feeling right now where like because there's again it's part of the same thing. So much information that you're like a thousand people on the internet just said that. Now I'm saying that my why why do I need to say Who that? The fuck cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is this feeling of why do I need to say that? So the real thing is finding something to say that not everybody else that, says. Yeah, that's exactly literally was gonna be the next sentence out of my mouth. I was like, you just got to I don't know, you have to be able to but say something. But at the same time, back to the Kendrick thing, he didn't really say something that not everybody else was saying. He in fact said something that's been said for fucking ever. Like you said, yeah, the same thing. Fuck the police. NWA was saying it's the same thing. Well, he just managed to present it in a very fresh way. In a fresh way. Yeah, very fresh way. So those are the two ways: you say something new, or you say something that's been said but in a fresh way. That's it. I would agree with that. (coughs) You know. Yes. It's a. It's crazy, man. Everything is, everything and everything is nothing and. The hell what is fa- what is fame <laughs> even? How fast does it disappear? It disappears like this, you know. Then, you hope to make music that makes an impression on people for their entire lives, you know. That's timeless type stuff. Timeless. Is Kendrick type of Lamar, shit, you know? like, will he? Is he John Lennon? In, in forty years from now, is there going to be this? It's the, very reasonable. To me, the Kendrick Lamar. 
rap hip hop competition. Well, there's one thing. I mean, you definitely have to die young if you expect to be a like a fucking legend, dude. It's True. not like I'm only 29. Shit. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't totally agree with that. All right, yeah, me neither. Cool, I just said John that. Lennon, <laughs> yeah, because David Lennon, Bowie died pretty David Bowie late is an absolute career. legend forever. John Lennon didn't die that young. I think Amy Winehouse is the Paul last, McCartney's like, still alive. And, crazy yeah. talent that died young. Am I? Am I? Well, I there's all the there's all the 27ers. Maybe Aaliyah. Aaliyah. She died in that plane crash. But I mean, just dying prematurely in general. I'm not saying young. Dying like before you, you make shitty yeah. music yeah. Is, is that's what a I meant. Good look. That's what I meant. You have to die before you just become <laughs> a cheesy version of your old self. But at the same time, we'll see what happens with Paul McCartney. But I tend to doubt that he won't be the legend that he's destined to be. And he's still alive, and he's made a lot of shitty music <coughs> and a lot of the greatest music of all time. He is still alive, dude. I think dude, that's on this tragic. Uh, let's 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 start to move out. And I'm gonna say this: I saw Paul McCartney, and uh, it kind of like it was amazing. I was like crying for most of the show, but there there were a few annoying moments. Um, just like he played some songs that I was like, dude, what are you doing? This is like so <laughs> whack. Why would you play one of this whack song? What was he? Di- what what song was he playing? There's this song on one of his records. I think it's on the first or second McCartney record called. Temporary secretary, and his is just garbage. It's such a <laughs> bad song. And he plays it live, and I was really like, if I saw this band like out of context, I'd be like, this is horrible. <laughs> but then he plays, you know, five. You literally See feel like guy? you feel like he played yeah. every song you wanted to hear, and then you get back home, you're like, oh my god, he didn't play this, and you're like, like he didn't play like a hundred songs. Does he play mostly like old Beatles shit? It's everything, bro. It's three hours. He plays for three Damn. hours. He's seventy-six years old. He plays for three hours straight. Shout he takes Jesus he takes Christ. a four-minute break for the encore. <coughs> like he walks off and you clap for four. So that's after doing two insane. hours and fifty-six minutes, and then he takes a no, break. Two hours. He t- he plays a thirty-minute encore. What? Whoa. He plays like two hours. He plays. Two hours and like twenty five minutes, and then he plays the last thirty minutes. That is Jesus insane. If nothing Christ. else, you got to respect that dude for that. I mean, no, dude, Christ. it was also one of the most the amazing shows I've ever seen. Three hours. He's, he's seventy six. He's still singing amazingly. He's not screaming anymore, but it's very understandable. He probably, I'm sure he can, but it probably no. It was like one of the craziest shows I ever saw. Did you ever? Um, I, I I really like Donald Glover from like Community. <laughs> That's how I got into yeah. him. And then like I was like, oh shit, like. I I checked out like um his like rap. I saw that he rapped yeah, on childish. Wikipedia. Yeah, childish campaign. Yeah, so like he was coming in to like the soundstage or something downtown of Ramshead and he was literally opening for himself at like Donald Glover going up to do stand up and then Childish Gambino after that. That's awesome. And that was like That's insane cool. because he That's did stand up, had an encore for a stand up. And then literally just like put on a, a sweatshirt and then he just started rapping for another like hour. With yeah. insane. Uh, no, just tracks. That's just really tracks. crazy. It was man. insane. That's really cool. But anyway, I was I just going to tell this funny thing that Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Pick he McCartney. does this fucking <laughs> stupid bit where he like, and this is in Tampa. So, you know, no doubt this it's crowd Florida. is probably a mixed red and blue crowd. Okay, and um, he he says his fucking tells us some story about him being somewhere with the Beatles, and they said that the media was all saying it was one thing, but it was another thing. And then he like looks out with a smirk, and he's like, "Fake news." 
And that's all he says. And I was like, fuck (laughs) you, dude. And he gets his big applause. And I'm like, I'm like, take a fucking stand, bro. Because the thing is, then afterwards, he, like, another song or two after, he plays back in the USSR. And I'm like, dude, you're going to come on stage in 2017. Donald Trump's the president. Russia's the biggest fucking news story in the world, right? In the US right now. And you're going to play back in the USSR and not. Like, what the fuck? This song is literally about, like, this is a nah, fucking, like, just being it's a the fanny. story of Donald Trump going like, to a hotel and like pissed any, off. It's like, any come pandering on. sucks. Any yeah. sort of pandering is just big. Well, I was just like, don't, 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 come on, like, say something. Say I'm back it. in the U. That's what they should don't cover. Play I'm back in the USSR. If you want to, like, he's, he is to just have like, some chick pee on my head. That's I mean, what they Paul should McCartney <laughs> is not dangerous. Like, the Beatles <laughs> yeah, were deep. huge because, oh my God. Really he's old now. Really going to get in trouble. Dude, I whatever you're about to say, I agree with you. Paul McCartney would not be. I mean, Paul McCartney would be famous probably, but he wouldn't be the legend that he he's going like to be if the Beatles hadn't existed. And the Beatles are legends because John Lennon brought fucking some dangerous shit. Dangerous little not gonna die because he died, he, he knew how to write fucking dangerous music. Yeah. And, and he, he was brought a psychopath that, as well. Yeah, and he was a and psychopath. Was and he was image, a horrible though. person. That was for his sure. image. But he brought danger to that band. But he, he brought danger to that music. That's true. And John taught, Lennon did bring danger to the Beatles. And he Paul taught, McCartney's he, not dangerous, even though he did kill John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, talk about dangerous. So Paul Paul McCartney wrote some of the most beautiful songs of all time, and he would definitely be famous for them. But like that superstardom was because like it was definitely John Lennon man wrote those songs or fucking like he was John dude back in the USSR is that fucking grit but no that's actually a Paul song I don't know I take it back Paul wrote that yeah right He's I don't playing know on all of it the White Album they didn't they didn't they didn't do anything together on the White Album oh really see I'm not like super well versed I didn't know that like the Beatles like. The by the White Album, John and Paul were like completely. They hated each other. Basically, John was like, "You're fucking whack," <laughs> and Paul was like, "I want to do everything myself." <laughs> and yeah, they don't. I mean, they sing, they sang, they sing harmonies on some things. But like back in the USSR, it was like when Ringo fucking. This is like really fucking tangent now. But Ringo had already walked out of the studio because he was like, "Fuck both everybody," <laughs> so. Paul was like, all right, I'm just going to record this. So he plays drums on that and bass and, pro- and plays a guitar solo and sings the song. I, don't, I, mean, I guess John Lennon maybe is, is probably singing the harmonies with him, but um, <coughs> that's all Paul. And then like... What song is that? Back in the USSR. Oh, that was all Paul? It's pretty much all Paul, yeah. Damn. I don't, okay. John Lennon might be playing guitar, but John really didn't want to play on Paul's songs by that era on Abbey Road 2. He really... He was just like, I don't want to. The only song, there's this quote of him that like he was really pissed off about, why don't we do it in the road? Because that's all Paul. Paul just recorded that whole song by himself. Like, and like the guys got back to the studio and they were like, okay. <laughs> but uh, John apparently was like pretty pissed about that because he was like, that's, that's sweet. I like that song. <laughs> like, just, just that, that was that John kind of style. It's a very John song. It's like yeah. raw, just like, why don't we do it in the road? Perfect. Sex, whatever. But yeah, like, you know, Paul Dude, I mean, played bass on John's. I mean, Dear Prudence is a John song. What was a dangerous John song? Because back in the USSR, that's a Paul song. I thought yeah. that was a John song and I was all on board with But it's also a dumb, it's kind of a dumb song. 
I, yeah, I, I was more the thing about that story. Yeah. It's more than just the context of right now of saying the fake news thing, then playing back in the USSR, which was like this kind of kitschy Moscow USSR yeah. thing. Just, but when you're 76 whatever. years you're 76 old, it's like, years old. it's like, dude, I don't fucking feel like taking a stand right now. I'm 76 years old, dude. But Dangerous John songs, man, there's so many, dude. Run for your... I mean, in the Beatles years, run for your life. You better run for your life if you can, little girl. Oh, man, that song is literally <laughs> about... Right. Him. That song is literally your about killing your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'd rather see you dead, little girl, than see you with another man. That's oh, crazy. This guy was a fucking psychopath. He's a psycho, dude. dude. I mean, these lyrics that we cherish and love are like him just like pouring his goddamn heart out. I used to be, uh, what song is that? I, it's getting uh, getting better. Used to be cruel to my woman and beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved. Yeah, that is, beat, he did he that. Beat women, he beat his yeah. wife. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, the real shit came after the They Beatles. got away with it because I mean, they're Imagine singing. is crazy. Imagine is crazy. And the reason why I brought John Lennon up in relation to Kendrick is like, imagine is this song that John Lennon wrote, Imagine There's No Heaven. What? That is crazy. That he wrote this song and it became a hit and now it's played at fucking New Year's. It is yeah. played at it's New like Year's on Coke commercials. in America. Imagine There's No Heaven. It's easy if you try. I mean, it's crazy. So like, who's going to take that place? Is Because these rappers, as much as I'm saying they're dangerous now, Who's going to take that place? In 40 years, are we still just going to be playing fucking Imagine? No. No. Probably playing uh, Yeah Tones, dude. Yeah, <laughs> playing the Yeah right. <laughs> Or is it going to be Kendrick? I mean, you guys versus Kendrick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think, right? In 40 years. Because it's like, what is, it's more than, well, when John, Imagine it's 1971. So what are we talking about? Over that's yeah, 50, 40 something. That's 56 years ago. Maybe it's 73. It's like 55 years ago. Imagine there's no heaven. I think we're trying to do the What math. are the other songs? <laughs> that, I mean, we get New York, New York. That's obvious. That's a New York thing. You get Imagine. Happy birthday. It could be any of us. <laughs> Happy birthday. I mean, you talk about that guy, dude. Oh, I mean, Donald spilled, Trump's dude. fucking, fucking spilled, like, eight times he's running with, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, you get what you need, fucking stones. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, how crazy one. is that? Is what that are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. What the hell are you talking about? Donald Trump at his rallies. Oh, he plays that he's song playing, without uh, permission, right? Like on, the, on his way out, he's like, you can't always get what you <laughs> want. Oh, <laughs> shit. But if you try sometimes, <laughs> you get what you need. Oh my god, that's great, well, dude! That was like isn't the thing that with like Kim the biggest Davis. trolling thing of all time? That was like um, remember that Kim Davis, that court clerk or whatever, who didn't want to file the gay marriage thing, yeah. so she went yeah. to jail. And then her press conference, she came out to eye of the tiger <laughs> after getting out of fucking jail. <laughs> she got like sued. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's sick. Guys, I don't think we solved anything tonight. I don't but think we did it at all. I think I think we we tried pretty fucking hard. We tried right? hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking got it. This sometimes is, you get what you And this is the thing. <laughs> I hope we get in some trouble for some of the things we said. Yeah, me. Of course, right? dude, or else nobody's going to give a shit. Who yeah. gives a shit? Then what was the point of this whole conversation? Because it was all fake. Everything I said, I don't mean any of it. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, dude. I, I mean, I, the opposite of anything I said. I think if this conversation doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't have an effect on people, I think that the acoustic performance, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with me on the cajon, yeah, let's is gonna it. really change uh, people's lives, it. dude. This is like the Howard. Have you seen the Howard Stern where um, he does he gets James Brown on? Have you seen oh. this, dude? You guys, afterward, okay. this, we don't need to put this on the show. <laughs> but after the show, there and anyone listening. There is a Howard Stern episode where he convinced James Brown. I guess he was just like, Probably I don't know, he knew up. him or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but he got James Brown to come on and play lead like Howard Stern's <laughs> band. Wow. So it's like, I think Howard Stern plays guitar. That's I can't remember funny. what he plays. But he's on a whole band. Guitar, bass, drums, keys. Jeez. And they do like, I feel good and like get on up and shit. <laughs> and it's like horrible, but funny. <laughs> I mean, James Brown is still great. He's always great. But yeah, so this is gonna be like that, but really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you need um? <coughs> do you, need, you guys need like stands for mics or anything? Yeah, or? I guess one mic. And also, let's probably get the plugs out of the way. You guys are the yeah tones on pretty much all the social media. Does anyone know who we are? We we gave you a shout out in the beginning. Yeah, we're the yeah tones. Check yeah, us people out. People are still listening. <laughs> I don't know. I, we should just probably do one song, right? Yeah. Go out on one song. Let's do one song duo and then we'll do an acoustic jam. How about that? Bingo. Bingo. All right, folks. This one's called Believe. We talked a lot. We are, I'm going to explain. We've been talking for like two hours. We talked about everything from... Where did we start? We started... Uh, moon, waves, <sighs> We started talking about how nature just controls... Nature has, is the most powerful has, in the world. Was it definite reality? We talked about definite yeah. reality. We, we learned fun. things that Jimmy's afraid of. Yeah, we learned a lot about my Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> then we got into the real shit. We got into fake news. Can people still really appreciate uh, real music? Real, yeah, do people watch. appreciate real music? And uh, then we got into how Paul McCartney's a fucking pussy. <laughs> we did. John. <laughs> <laughs> we did touch on that topic. The only poll touching that topic, no. Um, there's uh, mixed feelings, for sure. <laughs> now we're here, dude. Now we're going to play said, a song to kind of like... They want to get one song in before I ruin it with the fucking wood box. Hopefully wrap the whole, wrap the whole <laughs> thing. The thing about it is, like, the beauty of music is you can sort of... The whole two hours are spent in talking. Ideally, right now, we would sort of capture the whole thing in this three-minute song. So that's what we're gonna go for, okay? Sure. Alright, this one's called Believe. Okay. 